You're listening to the Zinger Nation Power Hour, where we give you the rundown on the hottest trades and stock ideas. For the best experience and most up-to-date information, tune in live on the Benzinga YouTube channel weekdays at noon. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Let's get ready to rumble! Zinger Nation jam-packed show today. Peloton of 5%. It's up, discipline investor. We got Benzinga CEO Jason Raznick here with us. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Nash. Peter Schiff on the Power Hour with us live today. Interesting, different, unique, innovative companies. Mia, you are live with us on the Power Hour. What's up? Thank you so much for inviting me on. Jessica Billingley is the CEO of Aperna. The best trade idea resource out there. Hello, hello. Oh, I got the... Uh, look, Drew Levine, what are you doing here? I don't know. I was told to show up, so I showed up. Really? Really. All right. Well, okay. Um, well, I have. I was at the. I was at the dentist today, but our graphics. Where's our power hour graph? What is going on here? Our graphics are not. I'm getting power hour. Stuff. I'm getting up. I'm uploaded. Don't worry. Um, I have this thing on my lip. I was at the dentist because I lost my mouth guard when I was in Puerto Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and I see the thing still on my lip there. I gotta get that fixed, but. I don't know what's going on with our graphics. Now, the SPAC attack is still on, so I don't know when they're going to transfer over because um, we're, he- we're here right now. So Power Hour is about to s- – we're starting. So, all right. Um, are you trading these days, Drew? Uh, I'm trying to take a more slow approach to the market. I-, I check some stuff on the daily, but I'm not making trades every day. No. So any what, recent trades, though? Um, nothing too big. I mean, I'm I like Bridgetown. I have a position in there. They're up pretty big today in my account. Grow Generation also up pretty big in my account. Wait, what? What is Grow Generation up again this week? Yeah, they're up ten percent today. Ah, they are. Yeah, so Grow Generation. Um, I, I I wish producer AB can get the stuff going, but I'd like to put a chart up of uh, Grow Generation and get the symbol on the on the screen. Um, right now, and um, I don't see it up, but Grow Generation is one of the few cannabis plays that you know doesn't touch the doesn't touch the plant. So therefore, it's able to you know go out there and um, take advantage of the growth of cannabis everywhere. And you know, it's the facilities, it's the water, it's the planting, and the stock is truly taken off. Truly, like just this. So now we're looking at a one day. Can you give me uh, what's the symbol on grow? Make it's a grow G. Let me throw the ticker up there real quick. It, 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 in Benzinga Pro, if they just make the symbol bigger, we'd, we'd all be able to see it here, anyways. But now, do they transfer people over from the the SPAC attack show, did they transfer? To, is that uh, oh, okay? You have to hit the button. I see. All right, if you're on SPAC attack, you got to hit the button to come over to us. We should, they be, should getting, be okay here. Coming, they should be coming in momentarily. All right, all right, guys. Luke is gonna pick up the one. I'm gonna give you the agenda for the show. I just wanted to wait until we had more people here. Slam the like, share it. And one thing that we need you guys to do, okay, yeah, Internet of Force is not automatically, it sometimes is, but today, no, okay, but. One thing we need you guys to do is go on our YouTube channel, go to Benzinga, and look at some of the videos from yesterday, and just comment, comment on them. Uh, one of the consultants we're talking to said that 
commenting on on videos we, we have this live chat but don't have comments turned on i guess we're going to add the comments turned on for these things but one of the big things is commenting on the on the shows of, of previous recorded ones so if you guys can um do that that'd be awesome you can watermark the symbols on the back of the chart that's a great idea jason douglas love it all right we're gonna do that hey aaron Bree, can you assign that oh that's the wrong one can you assign watermark the symbols on the back of the chart to um ross fox who would be who'd be good for that i'm trying to think assign it to bert and 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 have a due date for friday or no zade assign it to zade to zade okay you guys can actually watermark it in pro it's a thing you can do it's well, why aren't they all? Why aren't they all automatically watermarked? Well, Wait, you it's can? a preference thing, but if you click on the chart tab in appearance, you can add a watermark. All right, let's see. Where do I gotta go? Chart, chart tab. Settings on the right, all the way to the right, the gear thing. Okay. Click that. Appearance, appearance. at the bottom. Scroll down. Um, watermark right there. Check it. Oh, this is the coolest platform yeah, okay. ever. Oh, now you can see it. Are you freaking kidding me? All right, let me ask a que- let me ask a question. In in the chat, I'm serious. Don't let me be biased to you. Is there a reason not to have it watermarked by default? If there is, tell us. But if you want it watermarked by default and you're a pro user, press one. If you don't want it watermarked by default, press two. Let us know. If you want it watermarked by default, press one. If you don't, press two. Because that is who just told us that? Aaron Thomas just now? Who was that? Was it? Rohan. Rohan, that was awesome, man. Yeah, how'd that you, was. How'd you, how, how'd you get to that again? I uh, went to chart, chart tab, settings, and then you can find the appearance. I, uh, me and Ryan Faluna figured it out the other day because people kept asking about it. I mean, it's one of the biggest complaints on the the thing. Holy cow! Wait, Rohan, are we are we missing some Power Hour graphics right now, or, or do I have everything set up? I don't know. Um, if you're in the branch, you should all be there. You might want to turn the watermark a little bit. Uh, we're bright. That I haven't figured out how to do. <laughs> so it's that box right next door. So you check the watermark and then that oh. box right there. Yeah. So you oh. like to do that. Yeah. There we go. Even better. Make it oh, a little white. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah, I messed up a little Change bit. Change the color to white. In the top. Yeah, there you go. It's on gray. Yeah, there you go. Oh, uh, wow. That, nice. Now that's bright. Now that's pro- it's probably too yeah, bright. Too bright. bright. <laughs> yeah. Hey, got, guys, guys, Luke, Luke's going to be on at 2 p.m. You guys, we got to deliver the value that Luke gives. We, we talk trade ideas. So let me just give you a quick rundown. It's 12 o'clock, 12.06. Here's what we got on for the show today. It's the Benzinga Power Hour. Today we're bringing on uh, at 12.30. Um, Aaron Bree, you want to give the, the guest? And who's yeah, we on? got David Kang. His Instagram is Trader. Kang, just K A N G, and he's a great. Yeah. I mean, he's got he's got two hundred. I'm gonna drop his Instagram link in here. He's got two hundred thousand followers on Instagram, or just about, and he he makes some great stock picks. So we're gonna bring him on for for some stock picks and trade ideas. And yeah, as, as Luke says, this is this is the trade idea show. So we wanna we wanna bring those trade ideas straight to you, straight from from the people that we know, um, do their due diligence and make good picks. And so. He's going to come on. We'll see what he's got in store. Then at one o'clock, we have Sidious Pharmaceuticals. We have their chairman of their board. The chairman of the board. Um, his name's Leonard Mazur. So that should be a very interesting interview. We're going to learn some more about Sidious. And then at 1 30, we've got what, 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 what's the symbol? The symbol is CTXR, I believe. Don't hold me can to you, that. Me... Can you, I mean, you, it is. Can you pull it up in Benzinga Pro and show people what it is? What's the market cap? 
It is CTX. All right, so I was right on that. Let's let's see what it. Oh, well, it looks like it's having a good day so far. It's up five five percent on it. Maybe people heard that they were coming on. Hey, 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 hey! Come on, it's not showing in pro. Let's go. But where are you looking at that you didn't? You saw it somewhere else first. Where where were you looking? Well, I, <laughs> I did a quick Google of, of Sidious Farm because I wanted to make sure I got the ticker right when I said it, which I, I so, did it after so, the fact. Dude, hit the details on the left side. Details, left side. Oh, my God. You can, you can see an <laughs> overview, too. Oh, right here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. let me go cancel here. We'll go to CTX. This guy doesn't know how to use it. It's up. It's up. You already have it. Oh, why is he doing that? Oh, my God. This guy's killing me. So it's a $240 million market cap. We have the CEO coming on um exclusive yep coming on at at 1 p.m all right so he's actually the chairman of the board i don't know if that's different than the ceo it's kind of a cool title chairman of the board it's a it's a pretty normal title (laughs) (laughs) okay all right i want to get to i got stock picks i got to update people i don't know we have a whole crew there drew why aren't you posting a tiktok much anymore yeah i gotta get back on that uh, you know, March March 18th and March 23rd were the last couple times. All right, I'll get back to it. And people were asking me. They said, did Drew pass away? And I said, no. <laughs> he's just, you know, he's just chilling. I don't know. Anyway, all right, I got to go over some stocks and show some portfolio stuff. Um, I Drew or uh, Aaron, I don't know if there's something you guys are, were here. I guess that they didn't think I was going to show up maybe. I was at the dentist because I lost my mouth guard, but I showed up. So if you guys want to, like – you know, kick out for a minute and let me do my thing. I'm going to, um, I'm going to take it to another level right now. All right. They are. Okay. Um, all right. So yes, Benzinga live is in the Benzinga pro application. So this is what we're going to do right now. I'm going to share my portfolio. I haven't done this in a while, like what I'm really thinking about the markets, but I'm also going to show my, my desktop like what I'm actually doing. So this person is named uh, Kevin Greer. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to go and share my screen. And Aaron and Drew, keep doing your thing. I'll call you when I need you to help me with some stuff. But I, I just want to give, like, for five, ten minutes, just a couple things that I do for my stock uh, picks and stock ideas. Um, that's what I just want to do. So right now I'm going to get my screen up. Oh, yeah. So when are you doing that for me? Aaron Bree. Okay, thank you. Um all right, and Aaron, brief, I do stock symbols. I don't have that default setting with the thing, but here I made it bigger. Okay, so this is what, um, you know, this is Benzinga Pro. This is the chat here. So, like, I may go to them and say, hey, Benzinga Pro, guys, I'm live. Let's see, let's see, am I live? No, I'm not here. So I go, hey, um, I'll show you guys. i go in here and say, if you want to see – some of my new favorite stock picks. I am live on the power hour now. Okay, so that's the first thing. I'm just putting that in for them. Okay, now someone said you should put Benzinga Pro or Benzinga TV and Benzinga Pro, and it already is. So I just clicked Benzinga Pro TV right here. Here it is, it's live. You hit it and it's live. And then you hit the window, it's all built in. It's there. So. Um, it sounds like it sounds like Kevin Greer wasn't able to find that. So we need a better way to say live TV, and then you click and it takes you to it. That's what it sounds like. So can you, uh, producer AB, can you assign to myself? We need a link for live TV 
on the left side of the page so people can see it. Okay. Thank you. I, I appreciate you doing that. Um, what, what, what's up? There's a paper that was sitting there. Where did that? I put, put everything uh, uh, over there. I don't know. Okay. So, all right. That's that. Now we're going to go to my picks. We're going to go to my trades where what my portfolio is. Someone's asking me about Penn National, how long my plan in holding that big position I, I took in Penn. Um, so let's talk that one because that's a big position I have right now, the relative thing. So here, here's what we got going. So I'm going to show, I'm going to show my portfolio in this E-Trade account. Account. So Solar, Solar Up, who's very smart. I love Solar Up. He thought I was mad at him today. I was not. Solar Up live TV under chat in the sidebar. Uh, she, okay, and then Solar Up. I have one quick question. Um, on the left sidebar, on the left sidebar there. See those, it says calendars and all these different things. I wanted these to be each a different color. So you can always just say, hey, go to the orange one, go to this one. And they were supposed to be like a light shade color, but some developer didn't agree with me and then did it his way. What's your feeling on each one being a slightly different shade of color? Not like annoying colors, but like, what do you, what's your feeling, Solar? Please let me know on that, okay? Thank you. Now we're gonna get to trade ideas. We need to talk to, about Penn National. Um, Maybe I can get Dave Portnoy to come on and talk about Penn right now. Let, if you want Dave Portnoy on, let me know. Press one. And then, um, okay, so Solar Up says, don't do the different colors on the left side because it may be too busy. And that's what the developers were afraid of, uh, Solar Up. But I'm saying like a light shade of it. So it's not so busy. But yeah, Internet Enforcer says, yeah, see, let me just tell you one, one quick thing, guys. Benzinga Pro, I created it. Originally, I created my basement. I was coding and I created my basement. I can explain it to you. My vision for Benzinga Pro was Bloomberg meets Apple. So, yeah, muted shades. Exactly. Internet forces, you and I are like two peas in the pod. Now the question is who can execute better? If you can back execute better, then, we'll, then we're, we're, it'll be amazing. We're going to talk Penn National. I'm gonna, I, you guys didn't say you want Portnoy on. So you do not want Portnoy on then, I guess? If you do, I'll, I'll text him right now and see if he'll come on for five minutes. Um, all right, so look at well, we're going to switch to Star Peak. We'll get the we'll get back to Penn. But if you guys want, um, Sean Wilton, we do A B testing. We test to see if people do things. We have we do A B C D E testing. Um, I don't know when we're going to see some T S X stickers. Yeah, people do want the colors. All right, so all right, thank you. Okay, so you do want Portnoy on. All right, we'll get okay. Let me, let's just focus on one thing at a time. We're all over the place right now. Um, Battleground, yeah, trading. Yeah, TradingView is a good partner of ours. Thank you. Appreciate the compliments. Um, so Star Peak Energy Transition Corp, we're up 14%. Now, what are we seeing here? Star Peak Energy, what's the market cap? We got a market cap of $1.8 billion. Hmm. Halftime report, Monday. I don't see anything here, okay? So now what do I got to do? Um, could you do a breaking news section just for stock news? We do that, Nick Rosina. Do you want me to show? Okay, I got. Well, there's a lot of questions. Um, okay. Is Israel? All right. Can you come tell them in the chat? Okay. So I got to get this going real quick. Um, I got to go to our news desk because the Star Peak Energy. We got to get the CEO on right now. So let me see, Aaron Bree or uh, Zoltan or can Drew, can you reach out to see if they want to come on um, the show? 
star PK, uh, four, what's the volume of 50 day average. Okay. Session by 4.9. So we're, we're a little higher today, up 15%. No items since April 6th. 1.1.85 billion markup. We are talking about it on the show right now. Okay, you're saying it's a short seller? Maybe, you think it's a short squeeze? What's the short interest? All right. Um, so I don't know. I, I just put. I just put in the. I wish you guys can just see my whole screen, so you guys can see exactly what I'm doing, and you'll see how these guys respond to me. Um, okay. And we need to talk about gun manufacturers. Biden's out with comments on gun manufacturers right now. Break. So let's go to this one second. Here we go. Um, why is she calling me? I'm on a live show. So gun manufacturers, we got to go. All right. So Biden's out with gun, uh, gun manufacturers. He's saying gun manufacturers should have no immunity. Um, so I think you're going to start seeing a continued move in these ammo plays, SWBI. I host a show with Josh Brown on Fridays where we discuss trading ideas and the cl- and clubhouse. And one of the big things we've been talking about is the gun plays POWW, which I know a lot of you guys like has been moving nicely. Um, I no longer own POWW. I think it's maybe a time to pick up some more. Um, this is at the Roth cap cap. So we have our, why is it moving? Roth capital initiated a buy on, on POWW today. But what I'm talking about is right here at 1219, Gun stocks moving higher as President uh, Biden discusses gun legislation. Biden says we should also ban assault weapons, high-capacity magazines. We knew this was going to happen, but that is, um, you know, what's going on here. We also have uh, Castamera. This is too small. I mean, it's not too small for 400. Yeah, it's okay. So let's get back to uh, let's get back to Penn. So did they say they wanted port? Okay, what happened to VIC and DIS? Buy them or not? Um, we'll get to that. What was the catalyst of the big move up? The appearance today with Jason. Yeah, right. We'll see. Um, we use colors for our calendars. Hmm. I got to look what you're talking about, Ruth LeMay. We use colors for our calendars. Will you show me what you're talking about? I wish you guys could share your screen with me too. Um, yeah, happy Muhammad. Totally agree with you. Um, let me text. Um, let me text. Uh, I'm going to put a PSA on for everyone. Let me text Portnoy real one second. Okay, guys. I'll get my, my, my iMessage open. I don't know if he can come on, but we'll see. All right. Uh, see, it's hard because, you know, he works at Penn and it's hard for him to like talk like buying the stock. So we have to have like a different angle for him to talk about. Let's see what what's different states in New York sports betting. All right, let's see. We'll get them to come on and talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, POWW, put it on your radar. I play. I have traded POWW like ten different times. Um, I wish I wish a producer Ari B would entertain us with like some little sound soundboard music. You know, he, he, we need like I need some. I don't know. I guess I could do this. 
Oh, this is broken. Can't do this. Okay, that's broken. But let me t let me text Portnoy. AB, come on and sing for a second so I can text Portnoy. I'm not gonna sing. I'm not a good singer, but I'll do some. We'll do some more stock picks. Let's go! Is. Hurry! 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 Don't 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 pause. Go fast. They're, they're, they want picks. So all right, here, I'm gonna pull up my screen. What do I? I still have Sidious pulled up, but I'm gonna pull up. Let's pull up. Let me pull up one from the chat. What do y'all want to see? What do y'all want to? Okay, VSTO. On, Looking at VSTO. I don't even know. Oh, Vista Outdoor. Is this another? Gun, yeah, this is another gunplay, Jason. They're v talking v about v VSTO. I own I've Vista owned this for Outdoor. A long time. Yeah, I've owned this for a long time. So let me pull up these six. Ooh, that looks good. I like that. We had a this candle up here was up to thirty-eight a couple weeks ago, back in February. I guess that was about a month and a half ago. We're at thirty-two right now. That looks interesting. Let's see what we, let's see what the news is saying here on Benzinga Pro. Gun stocks moving higher as President Biden discusses gun legislation. Biden says we should also. So they're talking about legislation, but the gun stocks are moving higher. That's interesting. They must be saying they're not going to touch certain things. Ooh, New York, that's New, York is legal New York is legalizing gambling, right? And pot. Yeah, both. At the same time, I mean, you get it's like all the sin <laughs> stuff, you know. Yeah, it's like um, there. They saw a funny joke with how people were trying to get uh, Cuomo out of there. Now he's like, it's like when your parents are going through a divorce and they're both trying to, you know, give you stuff to make you happy. They're like, here, gambling. Here's wheat, you know, whatever. Um, oh, that makes sense. There's because they're saying before the legislation kicks in, a bunch of people are going to go rush out to buy guns. So that's why these gun stocks are popping up. I'm not getting political on here. I'm just talking about what's what why these gun stocks are moving, you know. So I see y'all in the comments talking about Biden this, Biden that. Um but yeah, so that's one. Let me pull up one of my favorites. Speaking of speaking of we're talking about marijuana in New York. Scott's Miracle Grow. This you love is that. Did I that love it. Just, just yeah, I, I made some good money on some calls. I bought I first brought it up on the show like a few weeks ago back here when it was at like 220 and now it's at 250. Um, so if you got in that trade with me, you've made, you know, some good, per that's about 20%. And, but the, the reason is just like what Jason was saying with grow G earlier, that they don't actually touch the, the marijuana itself. They're, they're doing, they have all these Scott's has all these subsidiary companies that do the lights, the hydroponics, the soil for the weed. So for most of the cannabis companies, they can't operate, state to state until it's federally legal but for scott's miracle grow and grow generation they can operate state you know they can go from texas to missouri do inner interstate commerce whereas with the actual growing companies such as like cresco and um you know some of the companies that are actually growing it they can only operate in one state right now so oh Someone's saying Scott is not good for growing good. Well, I'm not worried about them growing good pot. They're just in, they're in, you know, they're in the shovel play aspect of it that you got the lights, the soil. And on top of that, they look, look at that, look at their, their financials are really right. stronger. $13 billion. <laughs> Mark, yeah, I thought, hey, 
Hey, how many of you guys in the chat right now sports gamble? Like, press one, okay? Just press one. How many of you guys sport uh, in the chat? Do you ever, Raz? Or did you used to? No, no, I don't right now. Have you ever, though? Of course, a limitation on gun sales versus drives. Yeah, I have, you know. Um, Steve, I want to Delan- sure. Steve Delaney ahead. is saying, do they still have the lawsuit for the cancer? No, that wasn't Scott's Miracle Grow. That was Monsanto Roundup. Different. Although maybe Scott's was implicated in that too. I don't know. All right. So, guys, I did text Dave Portnoy just now. So, um, uh, Aaron, just pay attention to see if he comes in. I gave him the link, and I'm going to go back on with what I was planning on doing before with my trades and my and show my portfolio. Okay. I like that. But I'm curious. Yeah. What, do, you, do you have any experience sports trading? Like, did you used to back in the sports day? And now you don't. Or sports gambling, um, sorry. A little bit. Like, I, I bought some, like, um, I would play odd, like I would buy, I would inv- uh, bet on like the Pistons winning the championship, like a 10 to 12 to 15 to one odds, that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Like the long dated futures, like you weren't betting on the actual games. Yeah. Not as much as that. Uh, I thought that was more, you know, I thought that was more of a, you know, um, you know, I thought that was more of like total gamble type thing betting that way. So I was doing stuff where I thought, you know, I had an edge or something. I want to get back to the Star Peak Energy Transition Corp. Do we have it, do we have any color on why this is moving up 14.5%? I would love, Aaron, if you could reach out to the company. If you go to a Benzinga Pro, I mean, it's STEM Inc. They're the global leader of artificial intelligence. April 6th, they issued a press release. Um, hey, what's the ticker? STPK? Yeah, I want to get them on today if we can. Um, I'll hop off the stream and get get working on that. I just don't see much and I don't um, and it's and I like the volume on it. Now it's up 15 percent. I'm into this. I'm into movers and this one is moving. So um, it's a blank check company. So it's a it's a SPAC related company for sure. And I just it's. It's moving STEM. So I would love to see if we can get them on. So do, do what you can. Let me know and uh, get, get, get back to us because this could be in play for some more action. So, all right. All right. Yes, he's gone. Okay. Uh, uh, I was on. I'm already – look, I'm on their investor getting – I'm on it. <laughs> well, okay, so let's go. Uh, and on um, all right um okay so now we're gonna go to my stuff i know you want me to do a demo pro i can't do that today and so i got uh um this other thing okay so nice job on pow all right that's what we do breaking news that was breaking news that little breaking news alert it was powerful and I gave that to you guys in real, and you're actually a little delayed because you're not using Benzinga Pro, but it's okay. Um, let's see what else I have. Um, Paul uh, says, here, I'll give you a couple more breaking news items. One second. Do, 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 do. Hold on. All right, Powell says we are not going to go back to the same economy. Powell says we need to keep supporting the economy, and we will. Um, 
And then the Zoom crashed out on Powell and says, we've, we've, we've fixed it and it'll be going back on. Um, uh, another IPO looks like at $10 is model acquisitions, performance acquisition shares. It's a SPAC, MPACU, MPACU. So this is looks like it just opened up for trade. And let's, I don't even know if it's going to be in pro yet. I'll tell you what I'm going to do here, MPACU. Let me open up my the E-Trade account. So this is what I'm talking about. Okay, now I'm going to share. Oh, I'm not sharing my screen. I apologize, guys. All right, thank you for the feedback. So this is the one I'm talking about right now. So this just opened for trading just now in real time. Um, P-A-C-U. I may pick up shares because I'm going to try this new SPAC trading thing that I just learned about. Um, so I'm going to here show you. I'm not, guys, I don't always mean to like copy me and what I'm doing. So I am going to share this screen right now. And you're going to see what I'm doing in real time. But this is a new trading thing that I'm going to try. I don't know if it'll work. I forgot how to share my screen. Okay, here we go. We got David King on in a minute. Um, hold on, Aaron Bree. I got to share my screen. Hit the share button. Okay. Um, here we go. All right. I'm going to make a trade. That's a stream. All right. So I'm going to buy. I don't know. Um, a thousand shares. The reason is because I am also there's not going to be options traded on this on this ticker right now. But most likely there will be options traded on this ticker. And then I'm going to do this thing where I sell calls on the on the on these things. So it's a there's a trading thing to basically earn 28% by doing this call strategy where you own the stock, you sell calls, you can actually even sell puts. There's a couple ways to, to go about it. And um, I'm going to um, do this thing right now. So I just bought this IPO because um, it is literally just got traded. I'm, I'm going to buy about four SPAC IPOs right when they get traded. And I'm going to buy... Um, I'm going to buy them right when they go public. So I got to actually get an alert feature made for that. Um, cause this is what I think. Okay. So you guys got the wrong tickers on IG stories for upcoming interview. Okay. That is very good to know. Happy Mohammed. I don't know why he doesn't work here and do stuff. That's, I got to tell our guy that's, that's bad. Um, Aaron, are you going to take care of that? Yeah. I'll make sure that gets fixed on Instagram. And yeah, I agree. I agree. You internet know, enforcers happy. That's a great eye. Thank you. That's not. It wasn't internet enforcers. No, I know. I said I agree with internet. Enforcers. He said happy Muhammad. Great eye. I was saying. Yeah, oh. Wrong. Okay. So now I'm gonna do my thing. So I gotta bring on uh, wrong tomorrow um, on Instagram. Okay. So now we have a guest coming in one second. I'll go to him one second. But I just gotta show. I didn't get the show. So I made that trade. So guys, the reason I made that trade is because I'm doing this thing where I'm buying new SPACs and then selling, playing options on it. And there's a way to earn 25% basically without much risk. And I can explain it later, but we'll, I get, we have to, uh, we have a guest coming on. So do it. I'm doing that first. All right. So one second, I will bring on the guest. All right.
right. So where's your guest? Well, where's bring, your guest? I, I forgot. So David's bringing uh, one of his buddies too, Alan, who's the COO of uh, what is it? Pro- Prosperity Trades. Let me bring them on here. David, how we doing? Hey, doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm going to bring uh, your buddy Alan on too. Alan, how's it going? Hey, what's going on, guys? How's it going? It's going hey, great. What's going on? So All we've right. had... We've had David on the show before, but this is yeah. Alan's first time. Alan, can you can you introduce yourself to the audience and give us more background about you? Yeah, so um, I go by Trader McCrum. I work with uh, um, you know David here on the Prosperity Trading Team. We run that uh, you know that uh, chat room, and uh, we work together in the mornings and in the afternoons with our like live streaming that we do. Uh, you know, I've been trading for uh, I'd probably say close to four and a half, five years now. And, you know, I'm a full-time day trader and, uh, yeah, just, just been playing this low flow, high volatility stuff and, you know, trade with Dave every day. So that's a little bit of, so what, so um, what, 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 what low float, high volatility are you trading right now? Uh, today, probably the top ones today that, that the room and, and us have been on is, uh, rice and, uh, R I C E and very is another one. Very a pretty All right. I believe believe that one. So Aaron, um, Aaron, let's put up your screen so you can sh- you can share it. Put it, put the symbols up. The you said rice R I C E. Yeah. Yeah. So R I C E basically ran up on the the business combination with the two renewable energy companies. So they came out with news. I think after hours yesterday, like eight p.m. But really, it just kind of soared up this morning. Uh, I think it's up right now. Oh, yeah, it went over 40%. So basically, um, you know, they're just looking to, uh, you know, lead the combination of the area energy and then Arkea energy to create the leading U.S. renewable natural gas. So uh, that's why the company uh, took it up today on the stock price here. So that's one that we played. And then Very was another one. I think Very didn't have any news. So we we're just seeing that as a low float, you know, like kind of low float day traders piling up on that one so those are the main two plays today okay and how often so how often will you trade this rice will you buy will you move it around like what will you do like will uh, you sell like will you, you no I'm, I'm focused on rice still not the okay. next one i'm uh, yeah how often would you like the, the warrants moved as well are you are you like buying a big allotment in the beginning or you keep buying it up like what how do you determine when you're going to make a sell, and I know you guys probably talk about this again. We're a we're a David King, a Trader King, and Alan Trader McCrum. Um, and so people always like wonder, hey, when do I sell? Or they have this, you know, FOMO. I sold too early. What do you guys do with how you how do you position the stuff? Yeah, for me, you know, I saw the an entry at the thirteen thirty five and took it up, and really ever since then the stock really been just trending up. So I just like to just follow the trend. And first, I get my bigger target level. So my first target level was like fourteen dollars by looking at the daily chart and saw that there was the room to run to that fourteen dollar mark. So that was my my plan originally. So I would usually sell. You know, I, I you know my strength is taking partial profits along the way. So I would you know scale out and then I'll go ahead. And scale back in again uh, on the dip areas like the 50 MA areas or like the bottom of the trend. So I'll pick that back up. And then as long as the volume is coming in and the momentum is still good, I'll keep on riding it towards that $14 or whatever target that I had originally. So that's my, my personal strength. You know, I'm able to, you know, ride the trend as long as I can um, taking partial profits. Um, Alan, what about you, man? 
Yeah, I mean, I think he asked about like, you know, how how do we know what areas to buy at and where are we looking to sell? So a lot of it comes down to technical analysis and charting. You know, you have to always be charting, you know, your daily chart, your weekly, your hourly and things like that to, you know, kind of see where these, uh, you know, stocks have room to run. That's kind of, you know, trading 101, right? You know, I think every, everybody kind of does that. So uh, by, you know, catching these these plays with like new streamers and things like that and seeing them starting to run up uh, gives us time to, you know, chart it out and see where the potential people are going to be looking to take profits. Uh, After we do that, we, you know, apply it to our trading plan, look for our entries. I play a lot of like bull flag patterns, uh, trend lines, breakout plays, things like that. So I'm a pattern trader. I love, love support buys as well. And so we look for those entries, like uh, the, the first alert, you know, that and, and play with uh, rice that Dave was taking was at 1335. That was a perfect break, you know, per, out of a, out of a bull flag pattern right off a trend line. So from there, the stock never cracked back below that trend line until it reached $15 and 50 cents. So it was pretty much a stress-free trade for, you know, over two, you know, $2 a share. So, um, and then obviously the 1550 was, uh, you know, there was some uh, resistance up in that area. So um, things like that. And then like what Dave says, taking partial profits uh, along the way, making sure you're scaling out. Um, you can always add to a winner. So stock comes up, say hits a whole dollar resistance area or something like that. And obviously if you want to replay the break and you got a low position average, you can average more in and ride up some more after you kind of cycled some, some shares out. So, uh, you know, what I think very basic stuff, but you know, that's what we apply to, you know, these, these stocks day in and day out, uh, rinse and repeat. Uh, you know, we have a trading edge, we have our favorite patterns and we just, you know, look for what stocks have the volume on the day, what stocks are, you know, the moving up with some type of, uh, you know, news or, um, you know, or maybe, you know, you, you gotta watch everything, wall street bets, Twitter, you know, uh, all that stuff. So just, just whatever's moving, we like to play. It doesn't necessarily have to have a news catalyst behind it these days, but I personally do like some type of catalyst uh, besides just somebody sort of, I don't know, uh, I can't say pumping up, but, you know, not making sense why it's moving. So, um, yep, absolutely. Now, is it always short flow? Like, is that what you're always like? Are you looking for these wild moves when you're doing these trades? Uh, my experience, usually the best highest percent gains will be with the, the smaller the float. So, you know, stuff under what do you what do you say, Dave? Like you like stuff under 10 mil in float? Yeah, anything under 10 million is considered low float. So yeah, anything under 10 million is considered low float. But the really super low floats are anywhere from one to three million. So those are those stocks like very, for example, VERY. Um, we saw this stock at like 13 bucks. I was looking for a 20 plus, mentioned it on Twitter and stock twist and ran up to $22 a day. So um, VERY, I mean, it's low float like that, that's going to, be able to rip up very nicely as long as you know how to read the momentum indicators. Um, Wait, sorry, David, are you saying V V R Y? V E R Y. Very. Very. Oh, very. Yeah, very. Like very. Very good. Very good. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, really, ever since then, we I like to look at where the stock kind of hold a 200 EMA when it comes to momentum day trading. So that's kind of like the lowest point of um, the entry or like the areas of forward that needs to hold. And ever since then, you just got to draw a trend line. And that's what I usually do. Just make sure that the candlesticks, the bodies are holding above that trend line. And uh, the stock literally ripped up towards $22. So uh, that was a very good play as well. So 
Got it. Yeah. No, I hear you. That one yeah. is moving. So 77%. So wait, when, I know you mentioned it, but what, say again, when did you get into it? Uh, I started looking at it about $13 and I think I let the team know about it. Um, because like, I wasn't sure if we should start playing because like, I don't like to trade low flow stocks on a, you know, kind of a dead day. I look I consider myself, uh, I consider today being a little bit of a dead day in the market because we just got out of a Fed meeting yesterday. And so um, I like to actually trade more of a larger flow of stocks. But overall, I mean, it's a lot better fluid day than yesterday. So uh, VRY, um, I think we got in here at... Uh, I think 15 uh, was your 15, first. Yeah, 15 was a solid area there. So yeah, 15 uh, to 22. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I mean, that, what a move. I mean, look at that. I mean, that's, and what, and that, how'd that come on your radar? You, you saw people talking about it and that's how it came on your radar. How, you know, how did it come on your radar? We use uh proprietary scanners and we, you know, so we see like stocks that are, you know, getting unusual volume or stocks that are hitting certain of my criteria. you know, like obviously I have a low flow scanner and uh, anytime we see any unusual volume coming in, then I'll get alerted. And then I start looking at the chart and I start charting all the support resistance lines. I look at all the potential areas that the stock has room to run. I look at the daily chart or yearly chart and see that the stock has ran previously to like $33. And I'm like thinking, wow, I mean, on a float that's like 1.31 million float, you know, it's an easy one to move. I and mean, day traders are going to be all over that, you know, and so all you got to do is just take advantage of the momentum and, and see the, the volume flows in and the volume came in and uh, we got a we got a very nice play out of it. So so when you say the volume come in, you're looking to see if the volume continues to pick up is what you're saying. Like you're, you're looking to see if it's just or, or if the vol, if, or if it doesn't move as fast as you want. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the yeah, I, I like to see the volume and like one of the momentum indicators I like to use is MACD, right? So like the MACD, this was a like a bread and butter today. Like literally the MACD line, if you look at it, never crossed below the signal line. And if you just take taking advantage of reading the MACD, you would have banked on this play, you know, very handsomely. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um. And so now, are you out of it? Staying in it? What are you doing? Oh yeah, yeah. We're definitely out of it. Um. I'm not sure if I can share my screen here or not you can you can so so sure. do you know how to do it yeah yeah like I, so okay so i'll stop mine okay and then just on the bottom hit share oh my bad and I then think, uh i i have my other platform i have i'm on my other computer so i it's not oh. connected with my charts my bad okay uh, all right yeah where where are you where are you based out of david i'm currently based out of Houston, Texas, but, you know, currently in Puerto Rico right now. So why didn't you a... say hi? Why didn't you say hi to me? You live in Puerto Rico? Uh, uh, Dorado, or... Ritz Carlton, Ritz Carlton, Dorado. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I didn't even know that we, uh, I live uh, in I, you know, Garabo area here. I uh, was at Peter Schiff's house on uh, Sunday. Um, I don't live there. I was there for a week. Looking at places, I was on a trip with my family and stuff. How long have you been out there for? Uh, since August, actually. So yeah, that, so that's so that's yeah. when I was originally coming. I didn't do it, you know. And then um, yeah, I'll follow you on Twitter and we'll talk. You can hear yeah where I'm at with it. So, but you you were from you were from Houston though. You said 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I have a place in Houston, and I just have a place in Puerto Rico trying to, you know, make the move here. You know what I mean? So yep. that way, yep. yeah, you guys, yeah. Yep, yep. I got it. I got it. I got, I got the, I got the story, man. What about you, Alan? Where, where are you out of, man? Uh, originally from Michigan, been Michigan, and uh, then moved to Houston for a little bit. That's where I ended up meeting Dave, and then uh, um, actually, uh, I live in Puerto Rico as well. So. Oh, oh, with with uh, David? Yeah, so Dave? we have a trading house. We just got a really nice house here. We set up a big office. And we just commute back and forth to home. He goes to Houston. I go to Michigan, this and that. And then sometimes we are happen to be in Puerto Rico at the same time and uh, do this. We're both in trying to explore the island, you know, see where, where we want to go and that stuff. And then also, uh, you know, work on getting our uh, yeah. final yeah. D- residency. So. Yep. D- Wait, Dave, I just – is that Twitter name wrong for you? No, no, that's right. right. It's real Eric. Okay. It is, but, then, but it says Eric. Eric. <laughs> I maybe I'm doing something wrong. Let me check again. Yeah. Trader Kang. Yeah. Okay. I'll share my screen. You guys can all. This is what the beauty of technology is. I can just share my screen and get the confusion to be solved in four seconds. Okay. Look. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, that's not Dave. I just I just put his Twitter link in the private chat. Oh, it's on the trader on you, Dave. Though I don't know. Was that? <laughs> that guy's probably a better trader. Yeah, he must be. I I, I got that one. I, I got that, Aaron. You're not helping me. So that's so you don't have a personal Twitter. Uh no. It's, it's, it's uh, gee, real Trader King. What is it? The real Trader King. Okay, got it. Yeah, real. Just put the real Trader King in. That's how you do All right. Oh, I got that already. I did that. Okay, I did that. Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah. So that, that's just what I use. I don't, I don't, yeah. I mean, it's not really much. My personal Instagram I got is you. on Trader King on Instagram, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Okay. All right. Sorry. I just wanted to make sure there was no one. Uh, okay. So tomorrow, do you guys know? What like are you looking at certain setups right now that you're looking to trade tomorrow? Uh, like, or you're just not there yet? I'm personally more of a just morning day trader. I don't like to hold stocks overnight. You know, I'm not that really. Type of guy. I like to sleep at night. You know what I mean? So I make my money. You know, and then I'm done by noon, and then this guy takes over from noon to market closing. This guy likes to kind of have compilations of stocks that's going to move, and actually, he's been really accurate of these stocks that's been popping on up early in pre-market so alan maybe uh well we'll get, we'll get to that well, here alan before you get into that you said you used to live in michigan where did you live in michigan yeah so uh born and raised like mid-michigan the jackson area and then i went to college uh in kalamazoo so i was in kalamazoo for all right my ben, benzinga is headquartered in michigan okay we, you know benzinga we have about 120 full-time team members employees whatever word you would want to say for that and our headquarters is in downtown detroit okay um i've been virtual but you know but i, I mean i'm there too a lot as well um oh yeah i've been to detroit know, so, many times in my life so yeah like i yeah so i do a lot of stuff with dan gilbert and different stuff like that um you probably knew who that is so yeah alan uh take it away you were talking about some afternoon stuff do you want to share your screen alan um i'm on a different uh computer as well so i <laughs> The, uh, you guys in your you guys in your different computers can't you just get enough power on one computer that it's all on the same computer why do you guys all be on different computers what's the reason i don't get it 
just just have dedicated training. Like I have a really nice, you know, gaming built gaming uh, desktop that's probably way more powerful than what I need it to be. But I just keep it strictly for trading. Like nothing else goes on it. And then I have my MacBook that I use for you know this kind of stuff and chatting, whatever. But um, all right, I all think right. Well, the same way as well. Well, that, that, not only that because we're in the same distance right now, so there's like an audio issue. That's why I got on a different computer. Usually, I would be because I didn't. Uh, last time I was on, I was just me, but this guy is on with me as well, so that's why there's a probably my, maybe an echo. Got it. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. um, all right. Very, very cool. Um, and then, how long have you guys been trading for, each of you, Alan? Like, what brought you? Like, was it many years? You've been a fan since you're, you know, younger and all that stuff. Like, what? Like, what? What? How long have you been at it for? Um, since. Like I said, I think going on almost five years, um, I, I was already, you know, uh, successful in, in what I was doing. I owned a, a business and um, just wanted to push myself to the next level. And that's when I was like, you know, what, what do people do? You know, they either invest in real estate or in the markets. Right. So, um, you know, I came across the typical ads and, you know, it was in a various other, you know, uh, chat rooms and things like that uh, before coming across David. Um, but so, but that's what I did. And I had the opportunity to sell my business and kind of, you know, what does everybody want to do? They want to retire and go live on the beach, right? And sip, sip on my ties or something. I hear that all the time, especially from the Midwest. You know, if you're from the snow area, everybody wants to retire to the beach. So I tried that lifestyle. It just wasn't for me. And then that's what made me, you know, team up with Dave uh, just so I could help give back. And, you know, I thought, think I'm pretty good at trading. So, um, now we're, now we're doing a pretty good job at it. So, um, but yeah, about five years and got it. Got it. And, and you, you said you sold your business, your previous one. Yep. Yeah. Like how did it end up selling? Do you have multiple bidders for it? Like how did it end up, uh, how did it end up selling? Um, well, just curious. I own the business for, I started from nothing, but I owned the business, um, for a little over six years and halfway through I bought, I, I had, uh, you know, an individual approach me saying he was interested in wondering if I wanted to, you know, partner up with him. So I brought on a partner and then, uh, you know, so I sold half of the business then. And then three years later, I was like, you know what? I don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life stuck in mid-Michigan. There's so much more out there to the world. And trading really provides that travel aspect. If you want the freedom of of what trading can offer you, you know, working from a hotel, a computer, you know, we all know this. I just seen that potential. So I, you know, approached my business partner. I was like, Hey, you know, are you interested in taking over the rest of it? And you know, that's, that's what it is. So I had a really good opportunity to get out and not that I hated it or anything that there, I just, like I said, wanted something else for my life. So. Got, got it. Yeah, no, it makes sense. So you, you wanted to try something else and trading's more fun than just like mm-hmm. sitting there waiting for a game to end. And it, it's fun. But um, I didn't just, you know, sell my business and say, okay, I'm going to start trading. I was trading while I, you know, for probably a good year and a half before I sold the rest of my business. And it, so it was a nice clean migration over, you know, I don't recommend anybody just to, you know, uh, just leave their job that's, you know, paying their bills and try to be like, Oh, I'm going to be a full-time day trader. And they haven't really got the consistency that, you know, we recommend you to have before taking that leap. So. Yeah. And what kind of business was it again? It was a performance car shop. shop. So, you know, I, I specialized in, you know, customizing people's, you know, exotics and, you know, higher end vehicles. So, um, got it. Wow. Wow. So you like made the cars look sweet. 
Uh, not more visual. It's more like actual, like you know, road racing kind of, kind of aesthetics and, and upgrades, um, and you know, maybe some straight Any, drag stuff, but really more Any, road racing type. Anything faster than Tesla? <laughs> anything faster than Tesla? Everything's fast. Yeah, everything I was in faster than Tesla. So really? Oh yeah, big 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 car stuff. So. Big wow, uh, Tesla's pretty fast. You're at a sixty uh, two seconds. Oh, you're talking about the their um, whatever they're Mo- model model S plaid. Oh, the S. Okay. Yeah, no, the plaid. That's uh, it's expensive. Okay. I mean, listen, there's no to- you know, it's electric. It just hits and goes. It's different. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. There's no noise on it. You know, um, all that stuff. But yeah. All right, enough on the cards. So every day you guys are trading. They can check mm-hmm. you guys out. Your trader McCrum. Uh, yep. He's real trader king. Um, I wish I'd have known you guys in Puerto Rico. We had a, we had a got drinks. I was there. I had a, I had like a fintech or a trader meetup there. It was pretty cool. Um, I had a couple of hedge fund guys come uh, visit me at the hotel. We did a. That's where I got that strategy for the spacs of buying the spacs and they go and then selling options on them for like a twenty five percent gain. Well, I mean. I may invest with them and have them do it for me, but I was just trying it today, and that happened in Puerto Rico. Um, well, all yeah, right, let us know whenever you're down there. I will. I will. I'll be back in ten days, I think, or eleven days. So um, I will for sure. I just followed you on Twitter. My, my my name is Jason Rasnick, and let's touch base for sure. Thank you guys for coming on, and let's have you guys come on more often. Talk about some of your trades, what you guys are doing at Prosperity Trading. Um, you know, people need to learn and avoid losing money themselves you know what i mean yeah learn off your mistakes because you guys probably make mistakes just like i do so you try to keep learning you know what i mean that's 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 the idea so all right right. but yes all right well thank well aaron uh all right thank you guys uh and we will talk to you later thank you jason all right all right (laughs) okay so um my background i look terrible there wow i gotta get my screen there we go we get that he won't let me add it. okay cool so we do now that was those guys are great we do have another guest coming up in five minutes um yeah luke should is, be hopping in i just texted luke and i i, I it, this it's okay uh it's uh city is chairman of the board leonard mazer which i think aaron just talked to him but he was live on the feed and you didn't realize that aaron um we just heard you say the name so that's that but i did want to show before we get we get to um the next guest at one o'clock i want to show uh, and that's ctxr guys that's ctxr coming up in five minutes um aaron can you make sure to let brett know that we have him coming on in five minutes ctxr um and it's you know it's biotech pharmaceuticals they had news on march 23rd uh Aaron has it pulled up, but before we get that, I do need to update. I need to update people on my reach out. So um, Dave Portnoy, it won't be today. It'll be uh, another day and um, we'll go from that. And that my, my pen, pen national. So as you guys know, I've owned pen for a long time. My total cost or my cost basis a long time was 40, but two days ago I bought, a decent sized position and it is sitting there up 7%. I'm not selling it right now. I think there's some other, I, I like catalysts and story plays. I think there's some more catalysts to come on pen. So I don't, I don't feel forced to sell it. If I start Are you seeing, talking about the, the call options that you bought the other day, I didn't just buy calls. They, they had that wrong on their thing. I call it bought calls and I bought the common and 
And I, I, I think there's some catalysts to come. Some of the catalysts include other states, but also new tools and things that you can do that with it that you, that you couldn't do before. Um, this is a growing company. And one of the things that I have a theme about, and you guys know this, and I don't know if we have the graphic there because Aaron's been sleeping a little bit. The thing behind the thing. I like things behind the things. One of the things that Penn has, the reason you guys don't know it as much as you like know Caesars and these other places is that they have these local brands in several states. So when you get when you go to get approved in other states, you need a license or like a someone that has it. Penn has a lot of it. Actually, um, DraftKings uses some of the, their licenses. So Penn plays as gambling grows, Penn's going to grow. That's just like how Benzinga is the thing behind the thing. We power almost 90% of brokerages. Pen powers other, other even competitors. So that's why I'm not selling my pen right now. I think there's catalysts to come, and I, I don't see a reason. Now, yeah, my call options are up an okay amount, but I just don't see a reason to sell. Now, if the market takes a turn for the worse and things sell off, yeah, you could see Pen enter the 90s again. Is that doable? Sure. I mean, nothing's off base, but I'm not – here to sell right now so that so that's my take uh one last one btn is having a nice day um i don't know if aaron can show that ticker btn yep you got it so we're up today seven percent this is one of my bigger positions um fgf is having a nice day it's another one of my sizable i mean decent positions um i don't like necessarily see if there's much going on in the news can you go on the btn can you go see if there's any news on btn BTN. Yep. Oh wait, that's not. That's BTN. B. Here we go. There's, yep. There you go. Can you see? Scroll down. See if there's any news. Um. No. Go to the top. No. It's a, uh. So that's March, April. Okay. So no news that I, that I see on here. But we'll we'll investigate a couple other ones that I'm uh before we bring Luke on and the next guest. Um, a couple other ones that I'm paying attention today. Uh, Voyager gained back some of the drop of yesterday. It's up 7% today. Upwork up 4%. Peloton. Peloton up 7 bucks to 122 I'm not selling Peloton forever. Me and Luke fight about that on the show at 104 It's back to 122 So, Luke, put that up your pipe and smoke it. Let's see my friend Luke. Let's see if he wants to put that up his pipe. Luke, Peloton, what, do you, what, what say you, man? One day. It's an anomaly, okay? Pull it up Whoa, on the good God. days, not Whoa. on the bad. Right? <laughs> Luke, 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 pull the speakers. Yes, my ear drum hurts now. <laughs> I'm gonna edit his mic settings. I'm gonna lower him a little bit. There we go. All right, thanks, oh, AB. Good. How's All that? Right. You sound better now. You sound better. Okay. I I like the energy though, Luke. I like the energy. Woo! So it's Thursday, okay. So I, I don't want to make our guests wait. You're gonna do the intro. Leslie, this I have to give an update every day. I'm going to come on uh, every other day. I have to do two different updates. Leslie Pool Supply is up one percent today. The position is up six percent. I have like a thousand shares. Maybe I should get some more. I think we're going to hit thirty on this. I also own calls. I don't know what. And then I know I didn't get what, what's CHRA. I own CHRA and it's up twenty one percent. I don't even know what that is. I own Chara Solutions. CHRA. I don't know what that is. And it's the position's already up 20%. I don't know what it is. The last thing is I didn't do my weigh-in today. I am sorry. I've let you guys down. Tomorrow is Friday. I will bring a scale to the office. I had to go to the dentist for a thing this morning. I will bring a scale to the office. We'll do the weigh, we'll do the weigh-in today. I mean tomorrow, okay? So I'm gonna leave. Luke is gonna take the interview. And then I also and want you guys have a to have special show tomorrow too. We'll have to decide what we want to do. For the weigh-in? Or, or yeah. 
Yeah, we have our Day quarterly two. lunch. If you're not subscribed to this channel, we might have a special show tomorrow. We might be doing something a little bit different. Yeah, so I, uh, exactly. It's our quarterly lunch and learn. And so we may do some of it live. And if you guys are here, what I would all you love to do is go to our videos from yesterday and, and put some comments on there. We, I guess that helps the YouTube algorithm. And then like and subscribe. But go put comments on videos that we've uploaded. If you, you can literally just say, Jason, I disagree with you on this pick or whatever. I don't know. But like you guys know the quality of our shows and you see the stuff that shows up on YouTube on the top. You know it's wrong and we're going to do whatever it takes to get you guys, um, you know, whatever. I, on the smart scales that graphs your weight change, I have no idea what that is, VS. I asked producer Rohan to buy us one. I don't think he did. So, but I, I'm not going to be able to lose the weight, I don't think, unless I make this as public as possible. So three day, two days a week, I have to weigh in. And it has to be live on the thing or it's just not going to happen because last night or, or yesterday in the office, there was no food in the office. And I ate four Girl Scout cookies and because I forgot about the, the thing. And so that, you know, I, mean, I set I, you I, up maybe, for that one. I actually um, didn't. I actually did not eat four. It was the mint. It was the mint ones. And there was two, you know, the mint ones. And one yep. thing was not eaten at all. I opened it and ate the whole thing. So who where those come from? Why are they on my desk? All right, so 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 we're gonna get to it to our, our next guest in a minute here. Story time. We had the, these adorable five six year old Girl Scouts come up to our door, like going door to door Saturday evening last week, trying to hustle up some cookies. My my girlfriend goes, "No thanks, not, not interested." <laughs> like what the hell? Come on! Like like their moms like forcing them up That's the ruthless. steps, you know, because they don't want to go. They're all nervous. Like we'll we'll take a couple boxes. Thank you. All right. All right, all right, Luke. You're gonna do the interview. We're gonna do that. But Luke, your mic. There's some. There's some static on it. Did you hear that, Aaron? I, I heard a little bit of static. I'm gonna hear right, Luke talk again real quick. Come on now. Come on, producer Rohan. Yeah. Oh yeah, static. that's staticky. We need. We need to get that fixed before the interview. Yep. Okay. All right. It's, all right. It's, it's too staticky. So I don't know what's going on over there. You guys, get the wires plugged in. All right, come on. You'll get you ready to go, and uh, yes, we'll, you guys can do wagers on my weight loss thing. We'll we'll, we'll do a Google Doc. We'll start it tomorrow. We can do w wagers on the on the on the weight loss thing. Okay, um, yeah. All right, all right. Everyone, we have a very special guest, our second guest of the day. I am joined by, by the chair of the Board of Sidious Pharmaceuticals, uh, Leonard Majeur. Thank you so much for taking the time and joining us today. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me here. I always enjoy being with you guys. Awesome. I, I, I appreciate it. We, we, we try very hard to, to go out of our way and, and, and bring uh, the listeners companies that, that we think are interesting, have, have some very neat things going on. Uh, and you guys absolutely fit that bill. Uh, and, and so for, for getting started, could you just give us a little bit of background on the company for anybody who may not be familiar? Sure. So uh, our company is a, 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 a pharmaceutical company, biopharmaceutical company that's uh, at the development stage. In other words, we're not we're pre-revenue at this moment. Uh, we have some very unique uh, drugs that are under uh, under study. What really separates us from uh, just about everybody else is the fact that uh, we're in a very late stage. We're in a late phase three with our uh, lead asset, which is uh, Minaloc, which is an antibiotic lock solution used in the uh, in the treatment of catheter-related bloodstream infections. Uh, additionally, uh, something that uh, 
uh, all of you will, will not hear from just about anybody else here, and that is that uh, we have our own money invested in the company. So we have, uh, we've invested a total of $26.5 million. That's uh, senior, that's myself and uh, Myron Halubiak, the CEO of the company. Uh, and we have, uh, we have, for good reason that we did that, uh, we think that uh, the assets that we have are assets that will ultimately be cleared by the FDA. And uh, also, additionally, most of the drugs that we have uh, definitely address unmet medical needs. And uh, they, our lead asset is unique. There will be no competition in the marketplace once, uh, once it's a, approved by the FDA. Uh, we think that uh, with, uh, with our assets that uh, we're going to really make a significant difference when it comes to the treatment of certain uh, diseases and disorders. Got it, got it. So why did you guys invest so much of your money into the company? Well, <laughs> that's a good question. You know, um, first of all, we're entrepreneurs. And, uh, you, you know, I, I don't have to tell you about entrepreneurs, but we're, we probably are entrepreneurs with a difference. And that is that uh, we're all in entrepreneurs. And I I've uh, founded uh, several companies in the past. And I learned a long time ago that uh, if you really want to be able to raise capital correctly, you better be prepared to go alongside with your investors, no matter what that means. So uh, in the past, uh, uh, give you an example. I've signed over my house. Uh, I can't even begin to tell you how many times uh, I did that, that I'd bring uh, papers home for my wife to sign. She goes, uh, what's that all about? I said, well, it's something that you shouldn't really worry about. So uh, I think that uh, that's one aspect of it. The other part of it is that uh, we have a lot of confidence in what we've, uh, the portfolio that we have in a company, in, in companies, especially with Minilock, which is our lead asset, something that we licensed from MD Anderson, the, the lead drug in that is, uh, is minocycline. It's one that uh, we know very, very well. Uh, we think that uh, it's something that uh, we, we're very confident that this will ultimately be approved by, by the uh, Food and Drug Administration. God, what, what, like, you say Minilock, and I'm like, that's Japanese <laughs> to me. What the heck is, is Minilock? All right, so let me tell you what that is. All right, so that is an... It's an antibiotic lock solution that's used in the treatment of catheter-related bloodstream infections. So what happens is uh, mostly cancer patients have long-term catheters that, uh, that are implanted into them. Those catheters are uh, a lifeline. They're, they're, they, they support nutrients, they support chemotherapeutics, they support other active therapeutics. Since they're, and they're, they're surgically implanted, they get threaded, most people don't know this, they get threaded to the uh, the heart area, where uh, there's an, uh, enough of a portal there with the superior vena cava to accommodate uh, the, all all those uh, aspects of medications that they need. So, over time, what can happen is the catheter itself can get infected. When a catheter gets infected today, the only solution that's standard of care is to remove the catheter and replace it. When you remove the catheter and replace it, you have to go through two surgical procedures. It's a cost of somewhere between eight to ten thousand uh, dollars. It's uh, very painful, uncomfortable. Most uh, most physicians hate to do this. It's something the patients don't like. And and what happens is that catheter has to be threaded back up uh, into that area. So let's say initially when a catheter is placed, it's placed by your collarbone and it gets threaded to the heart. 
Now, when a catheter is infected, that catheter has to be physically, surgically removed. And now a new catheter gets implanted. Most of the time, the new catheter itself will be placed down by the groin area and gets uh, routed all the way up through your body into the heart area again. And that's where all the mischief can begin. So, and there, there can be, there's about a 20% adverse event profile associated with removing and replacing a catheter. Now, I want you to, what you have to consider here is that these are seriously ill to begin with. And if they're infected, they're even, uh, they're even worse off. So uh, this is a real serious problem. Uh, Catheter-related bloodstream infections also have a mortality rate that uh, can range up to about 20, 25% at times. So uh, it's something that nobody really wants to, to deal with. The hospitals hate it. Uh, they don't get reimbursed if somebody comes down with that infection inside the hospital. So uh, we have something here that will, will be, will be uh, life-saving as well as it'll be unique. It'll be the first of its kind uh, in the marketplace. Uh, and the only comp there's no competition here except uh, remove and replace. Got, okay. And this question, um, can I read a couple questions from the chat? Are you cool with sure. that or no? Yeah, I'm good with that. Why not? All right. It says, are any of the potential drugs being tested on being tested by humans currently at stage one, two, or three, or something. So, in, in any other competitor drugs? No, no, uh, no, no, no. Any of any of your drugs being tested by humans right now? Yes. So, Minaloc is uh, in phase three. Uh, we have a drug, uh, a hemorrhoid drug, actually, that's going into phase two B. That's humans. The other two drugs that we have are at the uh, preclinical stage. That would be our uh, our mesenchymal stem cell drug, uh, which is in preclinical, that's for ARDS associated with COVID-19 or just plain ARDS, as well as Minorap, which is a, a wrap product to prevent uh, infections associated with tissue expanders to get placed in the women who've had breast cancer. Those last two are still at the preclinical stage. Okay, and then how big is the market size for catheters? Okay, so this market, so there are 7 million catheters that get inserted uh, annually into patients. About 500,000 of those approximately get, uh, are infected. So we, uh, we believe that uh, given our pricing paradigm that we have right now, which is, which is preliminary at this point, but we, we believe that uh, this market is in the United States is uh, somewhere between 750 million to a billion dollars in value outside the U.S., uh, it's the same number, by the way, outside the U.S., this problem is much worse, much, much worse, because the standards in hospitals outside the U.S., including in European countries and elsewhere, it's not the same as what we have here. Got it. And how, how does like a company like Sidious Pharmaceuticals get more street coverage? Like I see H.C. Wainwright had buy ratings, you know, in 2019-18, but like is a challenge of like getting these drugs approved. That's how this, the, you know, the, the wall street ratings start to come about. Like, how does this happen? How do, how well, do we get to the next so, step to get yeah, the word we're, out? Well, we're, we're pursuing that. Uh, uh, we do have uh, coverage also from uh, Dawson James uh, covers us as well with the, uh, with a buy rating. So we have uh, two firms right now that cover us and uh, we're working on getting additional coverage uh, elsewhere. I think as we generate data, We'll get uh, we'll have we'll have additional coverage in place. I think that's what the that's what uh, the analysts some of the analysts are, pro are are waiting on at this point. Got it. Yeah. No. Totally. I. I mean that that's that's you know 
the, 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 you know, the chicken or the egg and, and your goal as a company is to execute and money will follow. It doesn't have to be, you know, like there's, there are companies that go out and promote a big way, but you don't have to. And the ticker symbol guys is CTXR. For those of you that are listening on Sirius satellite. Um, then a couple questions. There's another drug, I believe, uh, this Nova site, right? What is, right. what is Nova site? I like the, I like the spelling N O V E C I T E. How do you figure out names for these drugs, by the way? <laughs> well, that one is uh, we we combined uh, that's uh, Nova's new new Sidious. Uh, so basically, we have uh, we coming up with drug names uh, is a real real uh, interesting proposition. It's uh, I've I've and uh, the CEO of the company uh, Martin Halubiak, We've named numerous drugs over the years, and uh, every one of these is a little bit different. You try to find some commonality somewhere, and uh, either in the chemicals that are being the active pharmaceutical ingredients that are being used to formulate the drugs, uh, or the uh, or the or the disease itself. There's different ways of doing it and combining those. So uh, right now, Novacite though is really the name of the subsidiary company that we created to uh, to bring this drug to the marketplace. It's a uh, it's this is cellular therapy. This is really brand new. This is this is 21st century uh, approach to uh, medicine that we think is going to be uh, uh, is going to really take take the world by storm at uh, at someday. We're going to look back 50 years from now even and see how we practice medicine. We're going to be horrified. But now with cellular therapy coming on stream, there are a lot of advances are starting to take place. This is one of them. This is a this is termed a mesenchymal stem cell drug. Uh, mesenchymal stem cells are cells that are actually taken from. Uh, initially, we get a a single person who donates a fibroblast. That person is completely scrubbed, and uh, from that, the cells get expanded. They get expanded several times, uh, and once uh, they're expanded to such a point where they can go into the manufacturing cycle and we create what's known as a master cell bank. That master cell bank can produce cells in perpetuity. So you never have to go back to another donor. You don't have to go back to anybody and you can even split it up and, and uh, share it or send it to another manufacturing source and continue to produce the cells. These cells have a therapeutic effect so right now we're studying it in, in uh, ARDS as it relates to COVID, but also ARDS itself, which stands for Acute Respiratory Distress Syndrome. This is what happens uh, uh, when you come down with COVID or there actually it occurs in about 250,000 people here in the United States on an annual basis. 50% will die simply because there's no therapy available. So uh, this will, uh, we think uh, we have something here that's very unique. And the way it's uh, it's produced, and the way it uh, we source it, we think that we have something here that has uh, ha, ha, has a lot of superiority to other mesenchymal stem cells in the marketplace. Okay, and th th is what phase is that in? Where where is that? Right now, we're at the preclinical phase. We submitted a pre-IND package to the uh, Food and Drug Administration. They came back to us, gave us a roadmap for what it is that we have to do. We have to satisfy some uh, some animal tests that we have to do initially in order to get it placed in demand. We think somewhere in the in the first quarter of 2022, we should be able to initiate that uh, that that trial for a phase one trial. Okay, and this Nova site it can potentially play in the COVID uh, arena as well. 
Correct. This also will be studied in in uh, AR in ARDS patients who have come down with uh, well, with with the virus itself. So uh, this will be a therapeutic. This is not a vaccine. This is meant to treat. So this is different from prevention, which is what a vaccine would do. Okay. And and guys in the chat, I'm going to ask a few more of your questions, but I, I want to ask one more about the amount of money, Leonard. You guys invested of your own money into the company. You're right. When did you invest that money? How long ago? Uh, we've invested it pretty much all along. So from the beginning to uh, maybe about a little over a year ago, because we had such demand on the raises that we were doing that uh, we were cutting out uh, investors. So uh, we finally said to ourselves, look, it's better off. I'll give you an example. The last raise that uh, we did we were oversubscribed two to one and we were oversubscribed in the previous raises. So we made a decision not to, uh, not to participate at this moment, but we're always ready to, uh, to step in and uh, put money into the company. Okay. And guys, we're with the chairman of the board of Sidious pharmaceuticals, uh, Leonard, Mazur, Leonard Mazur and Leonard, um, do when you guys invest in the company, does it show up in the SEC filings as an insider trade insider buying? It shows up. It's all listed in our in our in our in our proxy statements. You'll see an exact breakdown of the number of shares that we have. And I should say to you also is that this money went directly into the company. It was not for stock options. It was for direct investment into the company. No, that's all. That's awesome. And I'm just like looking at a couple of brokerages, and they're not showing some of that. So, like you know, so one of the I always look. I used to, you know who Jim Cramer is. I used to work with him and I, and I wrote the insider buyback column for him. And we always loved insider buying because when an insider's buying shares, they're buying it for pretty much one reason. They believe in the company. When an insider sells shares, there may be a variety of reasons why they're selling shares. You never know, divorce, taxes, whatever. But insider buying the company is one of my biggest bullish things. And I've used that for years. And I went to one of my platforms and it didn't show these insider shares being bought. So I am going to look into that. And see and see why it's not because we provide that data to these brokerages and we have it, they don't. And so this is a good little activity and it'll help you guys because you want investors to know that you're buying your own shares. It's Absolutely. a very powerful bullish thing. Uh, Dr. Philip Frost did that for that his company. Now the company is doing great. They kept doing it. And it's a bullish thing. Now the questions that you guys keep asking in the chat. All right, I'm going to get to them now. Okay, we're going to do a rapid fire on some chat questions. All right, that's what you guys okay. want. Um, is the Minaloc a, a drug or a device? Drug. It's been rated as okay. a drug by the Food and Drug Administration. All right. Minaloc Phase 3 DMC meeting update, please. Yes, that was being held in the a, in a second quarter of this year. Uh, the DMC is going to evaluate uh, our, uh, our efficacy. It's an efficacy uh, readout of the data. So uh, under that procedure, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, uh, uh, we're blinded. We're not allowed to look at our clinical data, obviously. So you have an independent drug monitoring board that uh, looks at the data and uh, basically says to you, either uh, continue with the trial because you're hitting all your endpoints, or they could also say to you, uh, your, uh, your data is so uh, powerful that you should stop the trial now and, uh, and, and get ready to file. So basically, we're at that point right now. This will be the last readout done by a DMC before we move into the final phases of our drug approval process. Got it. Okay. Then when will – this is not, not, must not be Minilac. Maybe it's somebody else. It says when will phase three trial be completed? Is that the same thing we were just talking about? Well, more or less. So, so we uh, basically we, – a lot of things are dependent upon COVID 
and a number of patients that we enroll. But uh, we are we are planning to initiate filing of our new drug application somewhere in the second half of this year. We have uh, under uh, the FDA, FDA gave us a fast track status. So we're allowed to submit a rolling NDA. So as we finish sections of that application, we're gonna be submitting it. We're gonna be submitting data, uh, 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 parts of our application uh, later in the year. So does, does the FDA, or do they give you an exact date? Like Tommy Versitti, who is a fan of you guys, uh, I think he may know you guys. He said, is there a date for the FDA review results? Do they give you that at this point? Correct. They, they do that when you have completed your application. They give you something known as a PDUFA date. And yes. uh, all drug companies normally get one year for that PDUFA date. We, because we have a special status known as QIDP, which is an advance in antibiotic treatment, our review time is cut to six months. It's cut in half. So the moment we've uh, completed all of it, they'll give they'll have six months to review and get back to us. So that's a positive for all the shareholders in the company for us. Yeah, and and Robert Neisler, I don't know if this is correct. He says your phase two at a hundred percent effective rate with no negative issues. Is that correct? Or I mean, that, that is correct. That was okay. The phase two B trial. We submitted that to the uh, Food and Drug Administration. That is correct. Are you guys looking to raise any money anytime soon? I don't think so. We've uh, raised a substantial sum that uh, I don't think we have any, any, uh, uh, nothing on the horizon that would indicate that we've got to do a raise. Okay. Got it. All right. And so that's, um, and then the thing I did not follow up on, you said you're a guy that likes to go all in. Okay. I love guys. I love guys like that. You also said that there's been multiple times where you, mortgage the house or did stuff like that is that like true story like when you're like you know way younger you like put loans on your house to do stuff if so can you share a little bit of like the days when you weren't so established and you did that oh uh, i can't i can tell you at one point uh i had to borrow not only take out mortgages against my house but i had to pledge every single asset that i owned at 25 percent interest and it was uh it was not the uh, not the organization the way you'd think, but uh, it was a uh, gentleman that had a lot of money to invest. I needed the money. I couldn't get it from a bank or anywhere. I needed it for the company, and uh, I I put uh, he owned everything I had. I would meet with him periodically, and he would say to me, "You know, I own you." <laughs> so ultimately, I paid him back. So that was were you was that a lot of stress for you and anxiety back then? I was very confident that I would uh, emerge from that process intact. Got it. Okay. All right. Last question. The I, I, like the stock, Mr. Market. None of us control Mr. Market, right? And the market follows good companies, but you don't control it. When Amazon sold down from you know eighty to ten dollars, and you know whatever, they just kept executing, and now it's at you know three thousand. Is um the stock price like? <laughs> I don't know how, how, how you can answer the stock price being below two. Would you be buyers? Like what, like, do you, is there anything you're going to do to get the stock price up or just continue to execute? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I have a, I have a variations of this question. It's a question I don't normally ask, but I'm just, you guys keep well, hitting you know, me my, up. So my, my answer to that is one day, everybody's going to look back and say, you know, I remember when that stock was trading at a dollar 70 and I should have. So, that's my answer to that. And you've been in this field for a while. So, I mean, right. um, 
Yeah. Um, so, okay. One funny thing. One of the guys, I think it was Steve Delaney, of course, it's the guy who likes to rip on me, but this was maybe a compliment. He thinks that you're, you, you could be Warren Buffett's brother. You guys kind of look alike. You have, you have, you have, you, have, you know, Warren Buffett has those old glasses. You have more updated glasses, right. but right. I, I could see it. The hair to the side, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I... I take that as a real compliment. Thank you. <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we ever need a Warren Buffett stand-in, we know where to go to. We know where to go to. Oh, oh, oh last question. Omaha. Okay. Yeah, Omaha, exactly. Go to your McDonald's. Last right. question. What percentage of the company do insiders own? Do you know that offhand? I know. Uh, I do. I do. Uh, I would say it's close to 14% at this point, maybe 15 roughly right around there. Okay. And – Okay, and and is that where you want to be, or are you guys looking well, to get I mean, more? Yeah, obviously, as we sold more shares, and we were cognizant of this, that you know we had we had to face dilution, but we knew that uh, raising capital and having the company uh, well capitalized was was important. So, uh, but you know we're, we we recognize what uh, what that means, but we think that we're building value here, and and uh, we did this so that uh, all of us could have appropriate exits down the road. Got it. We're, we're out here for our shareholders. Our shareholders and uh, management are joined at the hip. We're in this together. No, ab- ab- absolutely. And and is there a big institutional holding of the company as well? We have some institutional holdings, but uh, we're working on getting that uh, that number up uh, also. So our plan is to really go after institutions in the coming months. Got it. Got it. And where are you based out of? I always say we're based out of uh, we're off of exit 136 on the Garden State Parkway in beautiful Cranford, New Jersey. All right, all right, all right. I got it. And you're wearing your suit today at work, getting do things that. done. Of course, of course. Do you wear a suit every day? I wear some. A lot of times I don't wear a necktie, but I, I usually am dressed in a suit or a sports coat for sure. I'm still old fashioned that way. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think I, the days that I'm dressed up, you feel more professional. I think necessarily, you know, more productive. You know, people who are remote, and we have a younger person named Aaron Bree who's on our team. Sometimes he's dressing like, and he wanted to like interview a guy. You can't wear a hat and interview someone, you know. And I right. think that the exercise of getting up, getting dressed, putting something nice on, even if you're at home, like I know a guy. He worked for the NASDAQ. This is what he does. He's a top guy at the NASDAQ. He, he was working from home during COVID. I don't know if he's back at the office, but every morning he'd get dressed like he's going to work. He'd get in his car. He'd drive around the neighborhood, come back, have his coffee like he went to the office and came into the room like, hey, this is like it is in, you know, at, in the office. And, you know, by producing good habits, like people like always like want to play victim roles. But if you make good habits – Good results eventually follow. That loan that guy gave you, he knew he he knew it was money in the bank because he knew you had good habits. You can just tell by the way you look, your professionalism. It just you know you have good habits. Dress code and doing these things. People make fun of it, but it's uh it's a real thing. I, it's a real thing. I agree with you. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. That's yeah. something we should broadcast to, to everybody that uh, it's time for us to get back to where we used to do business. Yeah, I, I agree, Leonard. I agree. In in person, you know, shaking hands, you know, w- wearing clothes like you're wearing. Um, that's it's it's how it's how it's done, and all this other stuff. Oh, I can you know, I don't mean whatever. Right. But congr- congrats on your company. Let us know when you have um, you know, uh, let us know when you have something 
to announce or whatever, like let us know. We, we have large distribution to most of the online brokerages, to almost all of them. You know, people used to just go to the Wall Street Journal with this stuff. They come to us and we get the word out. I mean, we're just like um, we're the biggest financial news vendor in North America to the brokerage space. So mm-hmm. that's our business. So thank, thank you for coming on. I right. like the I like the suit, like the tie, and I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to up my I'm gonna up my dress code there uh, as well. So thank you. All right, I'll talk look to you later. Get, I look forward to getting back with you soon. Thank you. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. So guys, that was Leonard Mazer, chairman of the board of Sidious Pharmaceuticals, CTXR. Very interesting company. Has drug has drugs in the pipe like they had you know stage three stage two the the guy above who I he said that they had a uh, stage two results were one hundred percent no um you know negative uh re- no negative items on it that's a that's a pretty big positive I don't own this stock right now Sidious and I'm gonna say to you I am buying this stock I won't buy it this moment I'm gonna buy it I'm gonna buy it probably before the uh, the end of the show. I, I, I want people who are listening to the show to get a chance to buy it before me, I guess is what I'm saying. So I did, I did this with Penn National. I wanted to buy Penn when it went down because of the, the, the Dave Portnoy thing, the tape. I wanted to buy those shares, and I waited until I went on the show. I waited. So I didn't get it at 100 like I should have. I got it at 103 and just because I wanted to get the show. I want you guys to be able to get in the stock before I do. Like that's what I what I want. It's very easy for me just to go buy the stock. And say, hey, I bought the stock, and then you guys go. I don't. And, and a lot of, by the way, guys, a lot of channels, a lot of discords, a lot of these YouTubes. I will tell you guys right now, those guys are buying the shares of these stocks and then going out there and saying, I bought the stock. You got to get. You got to get in. And then they start selling someone. You guys start buying. Like it's easy way to make some money. Imagine. If you had a, a thing, you're betting, you're betting on a, um, like something, and then you're saying you bought it, and everyone else is going to buy it after you. Have all these followers, it's easy money to print. I don't, I don't like that. I don't want. I mean, it's nice to make money, but I, I don't want to take. I mean, there's really no difference. If I bought it ahead and said I bought it, and then you bought it a cent later or the same cent, there's really no difference financially for anyone. For you guys, I just don't like. I don't like it, and I, a lot of people do it. So. Anyway, I think I like the city of pharmaceuticals. So what I would say is if you're patient, you have a timeline, you have, um, you know, it's maybe not one that's going to move right away. The other thing is Warren Buffett would say, you know, when I used to talk about this stuff, he would say he didn't like meeting company management. He didn't like meeting the CEO because the CEOs, they're charmers, they're, they're, they're smart, whatever. Whenever he met them, he didn't meet a company he didn't like. So he purposely did not talk to company management uh, for a while for his business. And so maybe I'm biased then and I should listen to Warren's advice. But it seems from the guys in the chat and some of these phase two and phase three studies, it seems like there's something here. And I think I'm a decent reader of people. So I think I like it and I would be a buyer under 185. So that, that's my thing. I'm going to put it. So I'm going to share my screen with you guys real quick. Uh, I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. Oh, I, I, Aaron Bree. I'm not the chairman of, of Cedius Pharmaceuticals, but it's my face on there. So that doesn't make sense, man. Um, so um, I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to show um, my Cedius and how I'm going to do this. I'm going to show you guys how I'm going to put Cedius in my watch list. I want you guys to see what I do because I think this company has some power. So here we go. I, I'm sharing my screen. One second. I'm going to show you guys what I actually do. 
because I want to, you know, take a little, you know, gander in the stock and buy some shares, but I don't want to forget. So what am I going to do? I'm in Benzinga Pro. I think you guys can see. Okay, you can. And so I'm going to the ticker page. I'm going to the notes section. All right. I am going to buy shares today. FDA approvals could be imminent. I can't think how to spell imminent. How do I spell imminent, guys? Oh, okay, I got it. Um, chairman of the board, Leonard Mazur. I spelled Leonard wrong. Come on, where's my R not working? Leonard Mazur is on the power hour today. And you could hear the passion in his voice for how his company solves big medical problems, including death. Wasn't just about the money. All right, so that's my note. Now I'm gonna do a paragraph break. At least I'm gonna to try to, because I don't like long paragraphs. What's, where is it? I guess forget the paragraph break. All right, I add this to my thing, and then I'm gonna add it to my watch list. So I put it to first one, or maybe group one. Here we go. And I go in Benzinga Pro. It's all I ever need for the market. And I go to my watch list. So, so where is the symbol? See, see, yeah, there it is. Cities Pharma. And I'm here and I see there's a note on it. So I go, mm, latest note right there. And I click on my note or I can go here and see the note. See that? That's how easy it is. And I'll, and I'll make those trades. Okay. I just wanted to share that with you guys. So you had a chance to see it and how, how I do it. Oh, look at HubSpot. I, I originally bought HubSpot at $60. And if you're reading Seeking Alpha, the guy at $45, $60 said HubSpot's the most overvalued company on the stock market at 60 bucks. That's why you got to be careful what you're reading, who's writing it and, and people's, people's biases. Honestly, you just got to be so careful. It's tough. It's a tough game out there. Very tough game. Um, but I try to bring it to you honestly every time. All right. So now um, I'm welcoming back Luke from the, I don't know where Luke is. Is he there? I'm, I'm back. I'm back from the dead. Do you want to? How's my mic? No. Nope. Not Bad? great. No, I think no, it sounds fine. Okay. Let him talk. All right. All right. I mean, let, let's throw this oh, one. No, no. It, it is, it is static in a little bit still. Yeah. Right. Oh, tra trade, tra tra trade zero. Jason was on with trade zero. Daniel gave you a mention, a nice plug. What did Daniel say? Dan Pipitone. Um, yeah. I don't know why, Luke, you guys don't test the mic before you go out. Like there, there's a studio room that you can test this stuff. You know what I mean, boss? Okay. All right. So we have a get. We have a guest. Yeah, uh, we play the. Uh, we introduced. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Let's All right. All right. Are we here? I'm here. Wait, oh, my screen. Are we on? Is he there? Yeah, well, Brett. How's it going? Welcome back. How's it going, guys? How are you, man? Good. How you been? Good. I have so many questions for you. <laughs> All right, shoot. Let's go. Are you going to ask me about the, the hotel again by Aventura? 
Nope. Yeah, last time last time Brett was on, y'all were both in. Nope, I'm not going to ask that. I you you never heard of it. That's right. And you were in uh, you were in when you know um, you were in uh, you in Aventura, and you never heard of that hotel. And it has huge water slides. Um, you know, you have huge water slides there, and you never saw it. And I was like, dude, this guy needs to look up. He needs to look up, <laughs> right? Look, right, Simba. We got people in our comments saying that your your trades helped paid off their car. Oh, today was like insane. Today was probably one. Today of was insane. Like, tell us about it. So, um, we basically been waiting like weeks for like tech to catch up because there's been like a big rotation into the uh, industrials from tech. That's why you have big tech sell off. NQ died. You have the Russell pumping and everything. I guess I should like show my screen while I'm doing this, right? Let's see here. Make it easier. Um. Ba -ba -ba. Uh, there we go. All right, cool. Is it up there? Cool. All right, so today's trade. So anyway, let's just take a look real quick at like the indexes, right? So NQ. So this is the daily we had for NQ, and like this was pretty much the the channel that we've been in um, on an uptrend, obviously since COVID, right? COVID lows, and we broke down here uh, a couple weeks ago. And this is when everybody was panicking, right? Even though really, was it that big of a drop? Not really at all. It was only from the highs, you know, a 12% retracement to the lows, pretty much never closed below about 10% or so. So really wasn't a reason to like panic, right? After a 200% move, uh, excuse me, 150% move from the lows. But um, this was an area of interest, which was our previous top here previous support here. And then we had some wicks to the downside here. So once we got around this range, we didn't exactly take the trade uh, right away on tech stocks. And that's just because there could could have been, you know, some further downside. It didn't look very good in a lot of these names. But um, you could see as a comparison, though, as, um, as as they were dumping, there was a rise in the Russell and small caps, industrials have been going off uh, in the Dow. So we really, but we really wanted to catch this move in tech because obviously the tech names, they move big, right? You're going to have five, 10% days and you're playing names like Amazon shop, et cetera. We mostly do option trades, um, with our team. So when you're taking option trades on a five, 10% day, you know, you're looking at 200, 300, 400% gains on some of these trades, as long as you're using a good stop and you're getting good entries, you're able to capitalize really well. So. Once we saw some support at this level, we had a little bit of a chop range here, but once we broke out, right? Let me get rid of that drawing there, right? Once we broke out of this range here, we continued past where here, right? Previous highs here, highs here. So once we broke here, we've just been on a steady uptrend and it's looking like we're gonna make possible new all-time highs. Today, almost, we're at uh, one of the highest closes. We're just shy of it, right? A little bit. So maybe we'll get it today. Maybe an end-of-day pump for the highest close, but uh, looking like a good end to the week. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, today was nuts. We took Shop. Shopify is my favorite stock. Everybody knows this. Who follows me? I think I told you guys a while ago. I came on here and I, I said the best thing that we do almost always is look for these retracements to the 200-day moving average. So dipped a little bit below, but we had you know, previous lows here, previous lows here. So we took a, a stab at some swings around here. Um, we took profit already right around uh, this day. And then we had a little bit of a chop zone around the 20 EMA. But today was the biggest day we had for shop. 
Um, I can show you guys like the trades we do exactly. Like we opened a trade this morning for 1600 and 1180 call, 1015. Um, that's right now sitting at. What? So you're in Discord right now. Is this your Discord? This is Slack. Yeah. So we use Slack. Oh, Slack. I don't like Discord. I hate Discord, honestly, because there's so many messages. So if somebody wants to talk about something, for instance, right? Like, let's say uh, somebody wants to talk about a anything. Who, who knows, right? Um, let me just find something here. Uh, anyone else in chat? So we have seven replies here. So rather than it like flooding the chat, people can just reply to a single message. So it's more clean and concise. Um, rather than having like messages all over the place. Otherwise, if you're talking about something, how are you gonna have two conversations on Discord? You know, you're not gonna, you have to scroll why up. Do you, why, why do you have so many channels? Uh, well, there's different stuff. So, I mean, so this is day trades. This is just day trades. Um, these are our swings. Uh, we did a Netflix YOLO today. Uh, that, hold on, hold on. But that one stock that you just found that the person was talking about, whatever, like that was in another channel. Yeah. So these, which one? Oh, this one. I don't know the one you just talked That's about. Yeah. This one's just for chatting. So a lot uh, of people. Yeah. So like we we try to separate everything to keep it clean. So like yeah, uh, of course. If you only want to follow signals. Like you could just leave this channel, or you can mute the channel. You know. So a lot of people do that because they just want to like follow the trades. They don't care about the you know bullshit. And it, Every day. And does, does Slack let you like have like as many users, like ten thousand users, whatever? Yeah, we can have as many. We have a paid plan on ours, so um, you know it's like I think it's like eight to ten dollars a person, just so we have um, a record of all the messages. Otherwise, if you have a certain amount of messages, it starts to delete them. But uh, yeah, got it. And then, um, all right, before we go to your, more of your picks, the thing yeah. I was going to say is, okay, so we didn't see each other at Aventura. I see I see you post on your Instagram, your daily watch list, and, yeah. then the, and then the earnings thing. And I don't know if we have this or not, but I see you use an earning. If we, if we had a cool earnings calendar to, to give you, like, like the one you use, like, would you use it, like, instead of the one you post? Or is that, do you have a deal with the one that yeah, you post? Yeah, no, no, that one's just from Earnings Whisper. I mean, they just do, you know, that's where most people just post the yep. calendar. Um, if you guys have one, yeah, we'll post that. And we'll put your and we'll put your brand on it and stuff. Yeah, I'd love that. That would be awesome. Simba stocks. All right, I'm gonna screenshot this, and I'm gonna get one made with your brand, our brand in the corner, but like your brand, and it's a it's cool, it's fun, it's it's beautiful. Um, all right, yeah. So there you go. That is cool. So that so you so you made a lot of money today. So you're in a good yeah. Mood. It was it was a great day. Yeah, we took uh, here's another one we took. We took AMD. Um, we took it right around here. We waited for this breakout right here. And we took the trade right here at like 11. You can see that I did that. Let's see, when did I do it? 11. We opened AMD here at 11, 12, uh, 90, 28%. Set next trim at 130. And I think that one almost filled. I'm going to have to check on that to be honest, but we're chopping around at the top right here. So that was a quick one. But basically on this trade, this one was pretty textbook too. Move pre-market. Uh, this is after hours, all this, wow. this is after hours and this is pre-market. So this is yesterday's close. One of my, our favorite plays uh, for a scalp, uh, you look for a gap fill, right? So this is obviously a gap. If I turn off extended hours, you can see, right? There's a gap here from pre-market. You wait for the um, gap fill. 
down here. You could take a stab at the trade right here when it already uh, touches pretty much yesterday's um, near near yesterday's close, right? But we look for uh, confirmation. So we had this clear downtrend here. So rather than just taking the trade, we waited for the break of this resistance uh, trend line right here, broke up, and then we were able to make you know 20, 30 percent quick one on that. But uh, and now it's just chopping around sideways. We'll see if we break down here, right? See if we hold this level here right so we'll see what happens kind of just running along the 50 ma there and then i turn extended on so i always use extended hours uh also what do we have confluence with the 200 ma on the five minute which is good um and yeah that's it so yeah so that's basically what we do what what brokerage do you use i use either tastyworks uh mostly um tastyworks is like my day trading i guess brokerage i use Robinhood too i don't really like them but to be honest I'm pretty, I'm pretty quick with it. You know, I can watch it at all times and it's the easiest thing to like post that people understand. So that's the only reason I use it a little bit. Um, and then for my long-term portfolio, I use uh, chase. Now I just started with them actually. And chase is cool because they give you instant buying power if you have it with your bank. So every week, uh, every Monday I do a deposit, um, and you get it right away. Cause it's just, you know, it's still on their platform still. Everything well, would, with chase. But you don't trade on margin. Uh, no, I don't really trade stock that much. I mostly do options only. Really? Do you ever do you all, are you always in and out of the options on the same day or do you hold them overnight? Uh, we have like swing trades. Like I opened a, uh, we opened a shop. Like this is the trade we took on shop yesterday, um, at 2450, um, for a 430, 1250 call. And then now. Let's see. Uh, how can I show you guys? So like, this is like a swing trade. Um, I mean, let me just try to find another one, I guess. Well, here's a bunch that we just like trimmed, I guess, yesterday. Um, so we opened a swing trade on April 1st for square. Uh, or no, sorry. This was a trim too. Sorry. Hold on, let me find some stuff. No, you're good. So does it, uh, you, these, are all the, us... these are all the gains though. Like this is exactly what we open. We post the dates. We post exactly the strike. Uh, let me see if I can find. Some trade. Uh, wait, but I but I have a question. So you're you're mostly trading options. Are you are you mostly buying calls? Are you sell, like what are you doing on that? What kind yeah, of options? Well, I mean, this is literally it. Like you can. This is all. We're I doing. know, but I can't see all of it. I'm 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 eighty. Like I gotta like I just like talk to me. Just give me a couple. Yeah, of things. yeah. We mostly do I'm, naked I'm, calls. We mostly do naked calls and puts for the most part. We'll do some spreads here and, and, uh, and here and there. We'll do like butterflies. And wait, hold on. And on those calls, do you buy short term duration, long term duration? Well, if it's a if it's a day trade, usually we're going to do weeklies, you know, Friday expiration. And then um, if it's a swing, it depends what we're looking for on the chart. So, for instance, like this shop one I took, it took a 430, uh, 1250 call. So why I did that was we're looking at this. <clears throat> we're looking at this um, consolidation here that I was just mentioning right after a big pop up. We know that what we basically have a clear support right below here at 1130 ish 1134 right so we took the trade before yesterday's close at like 11 uh, 1155 or so um what the equity price was and our target is 1250 so that's usually the strike i go with 1250 being my target which is right a little bit above the uh, 58 dma here and how i trade personally is i like to be at my break even price or above my strike price halfway to expiration. So right wow. now, right wow. now six, right, or it was the it was the seventh rather yesterday, right? So 23 days. I want to be at 1250 
within 10 days. Wow. Wow. This is awesome. So this is awesome. You have like such a science to it, man. Like the way I, I everyone tries to like use the Greeks and like calculate stuff and every, and I, I know how to use the Greeks as well. Like, of course you can look at like IV and you can look at, um, you know, your Delta, uh, obviously, you know, theta on if you're playing weeklies, et cetera. But at the end of the day, it's just going to come down to what you paid for it and your break even price. Like that's it. Once you're in the money, you know what the price is. Your intrinsic value is obviously just going to go up $1 every time the stock goes up a dollar. I mean, excuse me, it's going to go up $100 with an option every time it goes up a dollar, right? So, you know, it's just, I don't know. I I like to simplify things. Everybody tries to complicate everything. Yeah, no, um, honestly, like I... It's, it's just different. It's a different science. It's like you're, it's a, you know, like Dan Gilbert, the founder of Rocket Mortgage, Quicken Loans and the owner of the Cavaliers, he always will say stuff like you're on FM and I'm on XM. You're on a different radio station and what, how you're doing it is a different radio station than me. The way that I would do my call options, it's your way. I, I, I mean, I, I would love to sit in the room with you and just learn it. But the way I do it is like I buy long-term calls. So I bought a bunch of save S A V E when the stock was down a bunch and I bought it for August, September. I don't do what you just did. And I was going to say to you, but you already answered it. I was going to say to you, how do you like buy Shopify calls on a weekly unless there's some crazy catalyst like earnings, but you're not doing that. You're looking at, the, you're looking at the chart and looking at like some de- Delta differences and, and like, not you saying the Greeks, I'm just saying like, I, don't, I, don't I know I didn't, I use the, I, hold on. I use the word Delta in the sense of like the chain. You're looking for changes. Yeah. That's it. I did not mean for the Greeks. I, I use the word Delta to sound smart sometimes for the word like change. Right now, we just broke this trend line. We have a clear break. We broke, you see the 20 EMA curling down, right? This yeah. Will go down. This will probably go down to 1200. So like right now, I this will go to probably 12, which is his previous um, high here, right? And right where the 50 is. So like right now, I'd take like a 1210 put, and I would just close it if it broke back above 1214. Like I have a super top, super top site, super tight stop, right? If it goes back above into this um, trend line, right, or above back into an uptrend. But right now, probably will go down to somewhere around 1200 or so. And we're playing tomorrow's expiration. So this is even if it just drops eight bucks, like you know, not even one percent. This is going to be like a 40, 50, at least 40, 50 percent trade. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Got it. That's very, I mean, that's just, yeah, I don't trade like that. What were you going to say, um, uh, Aaron? Were you saying something? I got, well, I, I had a question and then I see, I saw it pop up in the chat too. And it was about kind of return percentages. I was curious if you had like a specific re- return percentage that if you see it on a single trade that you're for sure going to like, if you see, oh, this swings up 50%, I'm going to get out of it now. Or if you still think, or if you just take that kind of case by case. So, so you know, if it's up, if, if I enter like a swing trade, any trade I take pretty much, I always have multiple contracts for the most part. And that's because I like to trim. I don't like to take trades that much that I can only buy one contract of, which sometimes I have to, you know, if it's, if I'm playing like Amazon or shop and I'm swinging it, you know, they could be expensive, like five. Yeah. Times. Cause I was going to, I wanted to lead into like, this could be like a good, like tangible example. Like, so a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Boeing on here and I was actually showing Raz how Boeing was like so far off of its pre COVID levels. And I bought like a, two week out Boeing call because it had been like hit a couple days and I just thought it was trading too low. Obviously yeah. for these Boeing calls, since it, it was a little more expensive, it was like a grand for the call. I could only afford one. So I bought one and then like the next day it was up 40%. I could have made 400 bucks on it, sold the contract for $1,400, but I didn't because I was like, yeah. it's still going to keep going up for two weeks. And then 
the next day it was back to to where it was before and i lost that 400 dollars. i was up on it and i was like shoot i should have just taken that 40 percent. but because i only had one contract i couldn't trim it at all so that's what you're saying yeah so i don't yeah that, that's like annoying to me and i hate that but a good rule you know rule of thumb i guess is like yeah 40 50 percent or so especially if you're building your account and you only have like one contract but me personally what i was gonna say is i don't care i don't play the option again i pick the option from the get-go but all i'm doing is playing the chart that's it like what do you what does that mean when you say you're not playing the option <clears throat> so i don't look at the percent of the option i don't look at anything i don't care about it unless there's like a huge spike and uh, in the stock randomly, you know, maybe there's news or a catalyst came out, then maybe I'll like trim because obviously I want to capture that IV, you know, on, on that big spike or whatever that news is. But besides that, I don't really look at the option. I literally will just set an alert like shop. I mean, of course I'll look at the, you know, I'll look at my positions here and there, but like you can see, I have alerts right here, 1242, 1250 until it hits that, like that's my target to take profit. I don't right. have, I, I have 23 days. I don't care like to, to do anything net, right. I can raise my stop loss. You know, if we break back down below 1180, it's probably bad. I should close the trade. You know, I just looked back, looked back on it and I was like, I wish I would have taken that 35, 40% profit on that one Boeing call I had. And like you said, had I had 10 contracts, maybe I would have sold three yeah. or four of them and then kept some of them and then still had some profit. But now I have no profit on a trade where I made the right trade. I just didn't take the profits. You know, you can do spreads. You know, you can buy a couple spreads to make it easier. Um, that way you can like make it cheaper contracts, I guess. So that's what I'm curious too. How much money in your account do you need to start doing like doing spreads like that? Yeah. Well, it depends what you're playing. You do, you could, I mean, you only need maybe 50 bucks, hundred bucks to play some spreads on Boeing. You know, it depends on the stock because again, it depends how much it moves, right? And how much the options cost. If you're playing a stock like ACB, you know, right? These options are going to be relatively cheap. You know, they're only going to be like 50 to hundred bucks each. Um, if you're doing a spread, let's say you buy like a call that's like a hundred bucks, you sell an out of the money call that's, I don't know, uh, four, six, uh, 40 bucks, right? You know, you're buying a hundred, selling uh, 40, it's only going to cost you like 60 bucks for that spread, you know, but you're playing at something like Amazon, you know, the contracts cost right off the bat. If you're playing naked calls, they're going to cost you what? They're going to cost a couple grand, right? But you can do a spread where it costs you maybe 500, 600, something like that. Uh, even that's a little low now. Probably, probably more so like 800 or like 1k. But um, it just yeah, I just didn't know. I didn't know if you needed like the money in your account to exercise those options. Like if you needed no, to. No, no, no. We we just use like everybody that starts with us. Like we just we, we don't even use margin accounts really. Um, mostly we just use cash accounts because most of the guys, you know, a lot of people who get into trading they don't have 25k. So um, if you have a cash account with Tastyworks, you can do unlimited day trades. You don't have to worry about PDT um, as long as you don't go over your buying, uh, your starting buying power, right? So we tell everybody, you know, if you start with 2K, you know, that's a good, good number to start with um, if you're just getting into it, uh, at least for options, right? Because you want to be able to play signals or plays that are like 200 bucks or so. At least. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I was curious about that because like say I wanted to start selling puts on a company like like Southwest is at like $60 right now. I'd be fine with like buying Southwest at 50 bucks. If I wanted to sell some naked puts on it, you're saying I could do that in a cash account with just like a few thousand dollars? You can't, you can't, you can't uh, sell any. Okay, so it's different than what you're talking about. Got it. You can't sell anything on a cash account. Yeah, you can only do naked calls and puts. 
Got well, it. you can if you have the cash, I guess, to cover it. Yeah, but yeah, but you would need a hundred yeah, times. I'm 60. thinking like, yeah, I'm thinking like you don't have a big account, you know, if you're, you know, looking for like cheaper stuff or, or spreads, different things. Your best option is to just play stocks that are like cheaper, um, you know, under a hundred bucks. You can get a lot of you can get a lot of good good plays from um, like Starbucks, Apple's good. Around, anything like around like a hundred bucks is good for that account size. AMD is like my that's my favorite stock to trade. Um, AMD is yeah AMD. Well, I get no, I'm lying. Obviously, Shopify is my favorite, but um, <laughs> but well, you're saying just to trade, like you like it, like you'll trade it on both sides of it. You're not saying it's not your favorite stock to like buy and hold. I don't I don't even buy and hold anything. I just started a long term account. Like I just like literally I just started it like three or four weeks ago. What's in it? I have here Chase buys. This is what I have. I have ACB. CC, oh, I can show you here. This is what I bought. It's AMD. I saw CC or not AMD. Sorry. So AMD. I, bought, I just bought 100 shares. So what I do is I just put 5K in my account every Monday. That's what I do. And I just buy whatever I want to add to my portfolio. So right now I have. Uh, ACB, CCIV, CLDR, um, NOX, SDC. You should start putting 5000 into Raz's account every Monday, and he'll get you better returns. <laughs> well, no, 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 I want to do something. Oh, no, that's... <laughs> oh, no. What was that? What was that? What was that, dude? The audio, it's like, it's static. It sounds like you're calling through a 1860s telephone. Right now, right now. <laughs> yeah. Is it better? Better? No. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, we can kind of hear you. <laughs> better? Better? Oh, yeah. That's a million times better. All right. I switched mics. So two things. I, I This is different than how I trade and how I invest. So what I would love to do is like on Monday, give us a couple things, maybe log into my account. I don't know how to put on these kind of trades. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know how to do it. It's, I'll it's give a, you the login, brother. Come on. I will give you my login. I, I'll give you my login. I, I, I 100% will, but it's on E-Trade. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my login and you you do it. Um, let's let's have a – I'll accept what – you'll just tell me what I could potentially lose and make and, and let's do it, you know, because – give, give me Give me the give – me the, um... The risk parameters for you. I, I will. Well, no, tell me what yeah. you kind of tell me what you kind of need. the The count has the count has seven digits in it, so I don't want to lose that um, that I'm gonna <laughs> that I'm gonna give you. Yeah. But uh, but the thing that I, what I was gonna say is, like on when I trade options such short term, if the one thing goes wrong, the option loses value so much. So I don't know. You 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 have it. You have him do it, and I. What? Yeah, my favorite thing, honestly, my, my the way I personally like to trade too, and you know, not everybody can do this. Whatever I put in is my it, like at the end of the day, I'm gonna use a stop loss most likely, but I don't care if I lost that whole amount. Like that's how I trade without emotion. All right, all right. So, so that's why I, that's why like we recommend in our group, you don't risk more than two to three percent per trade of your account. Okay. And that's if you're like you know for an options account. So. Uh, Brett, we need to get you back on for a more like in-depth explanation of these spreads and stuff. Cause I'm, you know, I'm still a little lost. I'm, I'm going to learn from you. And I know other people in our, in, in Zinger nation want to as well. Simba, Simba stocks yeah, we have, is the, 
is the thing. Simba stocks. Yeah, we have, uh, we have like, nope. we just came out with courses actually. They're pretty, pretty cool. We just came out with them finally. We have like a long-term one that we just came out with. This thing's insane. Like this goes through. Action. Wait, hold on. Spencer's calling me. Answer it, speaker. Hey, Spencer. Hey, how are we doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, I was t- I was I was having a conversation while the phone was dialing, and then I stopped having the conversation when you answered the phone. Um, oh, well, you're live on you're live on Zinger Nation right now. Say hi to Zinger Nation. No, I'm not. <laughs> Dude, don't don't not today. Don't talk with me today. <laughs> no, you are. All right, fine. Here, I'll... all right. That was the weirdest thing ever. All right, Brett. Monday, I'm going to ping you. We're going to do some stuff and we're going to do some trades and keep it going. Congrats on launching your courses, etc. And let's do something live on Monday. Sound cool. good? I'm with it. All right. I love it. Thank you for coming on today, man. No problem, boss. All I'll right, buddy. Later. Catch you later. See you in Aventura. All right. Peace. <laughs> later. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, Brett was awesome. I, I loved it. I, I love learning stuff that, like I was hearing about stuff that I'm not expert in. Like that's what I, 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 I like. I love doing it. I think I'm going to give him access to my account. He, he's not asking for it, but I just, you know, it's not like he, I'm not expecting that he had, it's going to hundred percent be a win. Cause if that was the case, uh, he would be a billionaire. Cause then he would just, you know, every time he'd win. So I get it. It's not a perfect science, but I'm going to do some of it and we'll, Maybe risk five, ten thousand, fifteen thousand. And by the way, Zinger Nation, someone said up there, my boy Solar said, you know, we're a family. I agree. So let's 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 do it, you know, let's do that um Zinger Nation thing next week and I'll give someone else access to my account. I just gotta be careful because what if one of you guys are just total like like, you know, whatever, like scammers and just pull out three hundred thousand dollars. That'd be bad. That'd be really bad. I would have to like, go to core and all that stuff. You know, I threw Simba stocks link in the Whoa. comments. Whoa. Whoa, why are you so loud? Was I loud there? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait, hold on. What what Spencer want that you couldn't stay online with Spencer? Um, well, first, right now he, he wants us to wrap up because we've got crypto starting up and it's not he's it's, he said it's not fair to Catherine if we keep all the viewers here. Um, so we should, you know, wrap it up and get over to, to Benzinga Crypto. I don't I don't see Catherine. She's not here. Oh, who's on there? I don't see her in the thing, man. You know, no, no, not- it's a, it's a different show. It's a different if it's a, it's a, it's on a set up on a different stream. Oh well, I wanted to go over the the the, the kindness mentality at Benzinga, you know, and about myself. I was ready to go, you know, because I, I don't get enough time to just talk because there's so many guests sometimes, <laughs> not enough. But but Aaron, you got to start getting on. Some, you got to get more and bigger guests. All right, Aaron. How about I'll 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 end it by like two oh seven then. But I got to talk to the the the, the crew. Okay. All right, two oh seven, and then we got uh, crypto. Okay. All right. Well, give you can put the link in here. Put the link in the on YouTube. If crypt is clip is is crypto live now? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Let me get the link. Yeah. See, they started it too early. They start should have started at two oh five. Um. Why does Air listen? Why does Raz constantly bash? AB, it really gets annoying. Oh my God. Like I, 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 I literally, okay, I was gonna put this on. I literally can't, I can't even deal. So, oh my God. Um, I, I don't know. I can, pro- I can probably explain it, but yeah. 
he's hard on me because he, he it's a good relationship he thinks i have potential but he's right that some of my mistakes are out of carelessness and i need to be better so i'm trying to be better and it's a, it's a good thing you guys don't even know so if i didn't give aaron brief feedback if i didn't give aaron brief feedback and just let him do these things and not be prepared or not know something and whatever it's going to hurt him later in life it's going to hurt him what he does next you guys don't get it like if i don't give him the feedback and i don't have radical candor i'm not helping him i'm hurting him i'm hurting him it's like you ever hear the thing like when someone's not working out at your company you're supposed to let them go because it'll help them go to their next place it's the exact same thing there is no yeah internet enforcers is going to help you ab by the way and um get yourself what do you say in picture and picture on mute with so um okay i don't know what that guy solar said but sorry i'm hurting him and so my mentor one of my mentors i've i've uh um no fast twitch oh my god he like i i don't know what this guy does for a living so my one of my advisors mentors well you guys know kevin o'leary i'm pretty close with but uh dan gilbert you can google him i know you said you didn't like what he said about lebron james and all that but google dan gilbert take a look Rocket Mortgage, Quicken Loans. He started from the, his back of his car, right? In his trunk, okay? The guy basically just revived Detroit by himself, literally. And now StockX, we just announced a $3.5 billion fundraise, uh, the valuation. We're going to go public at the end of this year. I'm, when I say we, I'm an investor in StockX. Dan Gilbert's one of my closest mentors and, you know, what, what have you. He would write to me, the crazy, like the things that were so tough, tough on me. Like I would write a text and it would be like, okay, uh, I'm, I'm Dan, I'm on a podcast today. I'm on this podcast, uh, whatever. And then like 10 minutes later, I'd write, or maybe 20 minutes later, I'd write another text and say, um, on that podcast, I'm going to, and he's like, Jason, what the fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Why you work so hard all your life, Jason? Why are you going to sacrifice your entire reputation because you can't write a clear and concise text? And I have no idea what you're saying. I have no idea. You're on XM. I'm on FM. You're in another world because you don't write clear and concise. So basically, he ripped the sh the, the crap out of me. I don't. Really, I mean, I'm I'm one thousand. I'm not even one ten thousand of them. Ripped the crap out of me. But it was in it was in good. He, his heart was in the right place. It was that I wasn't being totally clear. Because 20 minutes later, I text him about something that I texted a half an hour ago, but he may have gotten 10 other texts. He did, So instead of using pronouns, so at Benzinga, we don't do pronouns. We Instead of saying it, that, this, we say the actual thing. What is that noise? Me? I think someone, like a truck just drove by my, did you hear that? Cow. So that instead of instead of saying like it, that, we say what the thing is every time. I learned that from Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert gave me tough love. And if my mom would read the text, she's like, you can't talk to this guy. But his heart was in it. And then he and he likes me. He likes me a lot. And and I and he's, you know, it's not always a tough love. I don't necessarily give Aaron like that. I don't. I don't come close to it. But what I learned was if Dan would just say, hey, you got I, it wouldn't hit me. You gotta give people feedback and you gotta make it like guys, you may disagree with me. Dan has built a company from zero employees to 13, 15,000. Uh, Rocket Mortgage is the number one lender in, in the world. 
I mean, that that's that that's you don't you don't just do that by having an idea. You do it by having a culture. You do it by radical candor. You do it by always finding a better way. You do it by thinking different. You do it by that. And if you have a and if you don't want feedback, and then the other thing on feedback, oh my God. Do you guys know who Luke Jacoby is? <laughs> Luke Jacoby started at Benzinga. And within three years, like the first couple of years, people wanted to fire Luke. I got in a big fight with a guy at our company. He's here. He wanted to let go of Luke. And he's like, nope, Luke is this, this. Luke, Luke was always asking for feedback, always asking for mentorship. And when I wasn't giving Luke feedback, he was like complaining about that. Luke, you guys, feedback. And so, guys, people at Benzinga, high up at Benzinga, wanted, to be, wanted me to fire Luke, okay? I, I was telling you this, okay? And this is public. Luke knows this. And so um, the people that covet feedback are the people that rise to the top. You should think of feedback as digital gold. If I'm willing to give someone feedback, my feedback could be wrong, by the way. But you should say, oh, my God, thank you. How do you think you would have handled it differently? How do you – because it's it's free. You don't have to pay for feedback. It's free. Oh, my God. Even if it's feedback like saying, hey, you need to do this better. Thank you. That that helps you. Dan Gilbert hitting me hard with that feedback. Dan gets messages from thousands of people. What is he? The, 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 the 16th person on the Forbes World 400. He's worth $60 billion. He gets messages from thousands of people every day. He doesn't get back to 10 of them, okay? One of the persons he does get back to is me. But one of the reasons I'm saying that is because he doesn't have to give me that feedback, that harsh feedback. But the harsh feedback is what made me better. Benzinga would not be where it is today without Dan Gilbert giving me that feedback about my lack of clarity in communications. It wouldn't be there. And I actually believe that I hurt people at our company times because I'm afraid to give them some feedback. I'm afraid because most people don't want to hear the feedback. They don't necessarily want to improve. I had one guy at Benzinga many years ago. He was definitely good at our company. When he started the word together, he spelled his two words, T-O space gather. The word meantime, in the meantime, spells two, he would spell his two words. Stuff that was even more blatant than that. I can't even think of it right now. The word tongue, he would spell as two words, T-O-N-G-U, whatever. That's an exaggeration. But I gave him the feedback, and he appreciated it. Then I stopped giving the feedback after like month three because I was like, maybe I'm giving too much feedback. This is embarrassing. I'm not going to give out, you know, the feedback, you know. He came to me like month three and said, Jason, I haven't got any feedback from you about the my spelling or any of this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't want to like, you know, let, you know, like hurt your feelings. It's like, dude. That's the only way I get better. I, I, you know, even for the feedback, whatever, give me feedback whenever you think anything. And so then he started putting on me, like, give me stuff. And this is what we're talking about. Everyone is so narcissistic. They don't, they, they can't take feedback and they get so, and they get so defensive. And Aaron Bree is actually an awesome dude. An awesome dude. When I, when he tweeted to me, DM me, he's an awesome dude. Aaron Bree has so many intangibles. I will tell you this right now, guys. I will tell you this right now. Aaron Bree has all the makings for a Luke Jacoby. He could be like a Luke Jacoby. Luke Jacoby does very well at Benzinga. will make millions of dollars at Benzinga, no question about it. Aaron, Luke started as an unpaid intern. Aaron Bree has that potential. But we'll, what will stop Aaron Bree is if he's not asking for feedback and doesn't try to improve. And, and I want to see Aaron Bree do amazing here. Aaron Bree has some stuff in his background, like in his life that, you know, he had some hardships, you know, uh, can I say it or no, Aaron? Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, open. Aaron, We're a family. So Aaron, you know, his family went through, I mean, and still going through some difficult times. Aaron's dad died when Aaron was young. 
that's very, that's very tough, you know, and Aaron, Aaron, you know, I, when I heard that, like, I have a, I have a big heart for that because I was in on a trip with my our family, my, basically my dad, my second dad. And he died when I was 12 years old and he was 49 or I was 13 years old. And I, and I, it was right in front of me, everything. So when in health class in middle school, I couldn't take health class because they talked about, um, they started talking about heart attacks. And I said, a symptom of a heart attack was he said he had something felt like it was in his whatever. And I started crying hysterically and I never took health class in middle school. That's why I never knew what to do, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> I have a, I have a bit like, uh, I, I feel for Aaron in that thing. You know, you, you, it's like a mentor guy, you know, uh, someone that's so important in your life. And so I want to see Aaron do so well here. I want to see him exceed and be, be so successful. If I stop talking to Aaron, he may be well, do well somewhere else. I'm spending time to like get him to raise the bar 10 times more. And so is Luke Jacoby and so is Spencer Israel. They're all trying to mentor Aaron because we see so much potential in him. Even when he didn't see it in himself, he didn't, wasn't working before Benzinga for six months. He didn't necessarily see it in himself. And so that's what I'm here for. And I'm good. If I'm not, if I, if I'm not truthful to Aaron, all I'm doing is hurting him. And, and yes, I believe in the cheeseburger. I'm not reading the comments right now, guys. So you guys, if you're right, I don't see them. But on the cheeseburger thing, I, I do agree with like, say something good, give the middle thing where you can like give feedback to get better. And then the end thing, say another like thing. Yes. When we're on a live show, you know, you, you, it's, you can't, you can't do that. Okay. So that's it. I have a lot more to say about building a company, core values, about Benzinga's business. Me and Luke are going to do Benzinga business show weekly. I don't know what day you guys want it. We're going to put in the Google Doc tomorrow. We're going to talk about the Benzinga business. There's a lot of stuff happening in our space right now. A lot of mergers, buyouts. We were offered yesterday to merge with another company to go public in a SPAC for a billion point two. Um, not that's not what our valuation would be. But that would be like in the scheme of things. But I but this morning I had a revelation on the show about Zinger Nation about how we're all one. I gave out Spencer's number, my number, everyone gave out their phone numbers because we all build together. We're all at Benzinga. You may not have a Slack account yet. We need to get you one. We're only going to get on Comcast or Fubo TV or Pluto if you guys are working here too. Let's all build together. We'll get your names and faces on our sites. Let's. You, we have an FDA calendar page. If you follow the FDA stuff and you go to Biopharm Catalyst, Take over our bio, our FDA page. We spent the last two months building it. We have an incredible data people, but we, we want to make that FDA page a community. So you can go to that page and read comments about other FDA stocks. We want to be that place to be the FD, best FDA calendar, calendar in the world. But it's really hard for me and Aaron to go do that or Luke or what have you because we have other parts of the business. So what I'm asking of you guys, if you're a guy in the FDA or investing in biotech stocks and you go to these sites to get biotech trades, Email me at powerhour at benzinga.com. Become the managing director of that page. Your face will be on there. You'll you'll control what content's shown. You can bring a team of 10 board of advisors. Let's build that to be the best thing. Let's build it to be your home. Let's get you a part of the advisor. Let's get shares in Benzinga. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm trying to invent a company in a new way. Like I am. I'm trying to remit a company and we're Everyone can succeed, and we want to do this with Zinger Nation is my revelation this morning. I know I always said we're Zinger Nation, Zinger Nation, but I want it to be really something that we're really one. Me giving out my phone number, I'm giving out my phone number because we all work together here, guys. This is my number. I have no issue. That's my number. Yeah, you got it. That's it.
So that's my story. We have a crypto show. I went, I said 207 and I don't know how to read these comments now, but if you, if you ask questions, how you can be an employer, how you can be an intern, it's probably not the right place for you in the sense of, yes, I would love for you guys to, but all you got to do is show us something, do something, have a Twitter account, show us how your tweets are good. Our Benzinga Twitter account has 160,000 followers, 150,000. I have no idea. Our Twitter stream guys on a one to 10 is a two out of 10. Okay. I don't even, I don't even look at our Twitter stream right now because I want pith. I know what I want in the stream. I know what would make me read it and I know what would get shared and I know what can, how it can grow to a million, but the person who controls it needs to be someone that like has interesting facts to share, like interesting things that would make you say, Hmm, or go home and share it with someone else. Like pithy comments, inspirational comments. Like, so there's a lot of different things at Benzinga that there's holes and you guys can go to our site and see that. So when you say, how do you want to be an intern or an employee or a team member or an ambassador, go to our site. Our, our FDA has no leader. Our uh, analyst ratings page. I mean, there's, there's holes where we need someone to literally be the CEO of that business. That FDA page is a $0 business right now. I'm telling you, if the right person or the right team, the right 10 of Zinger Nation operate it, that business goes from a zero to a seven-digit business in year one. And there'll be money, and we'll do a we'll do a check at the end of the year to people as a, a thank you, whatever. I don't know. But I'm trying to reinvent the company. And I'm telling you right now, guys, I want live investment. We have all these CEOs want to come in and present. I want to do 24 hours straight of public companies coming live on here. We're, the reason we're not, I, I turned down an interview today with a big company, a big public company. I don't want to say because I don't want you guys to buy the stock. I think they're coming on. I don't trade it, whatever. I'm not saying it right now. But we don't get to a lot of this because we don't have the the people, necessarily people that are passionate to take on some of these things. We need your help. Spencer Israel needs your help. We all need your help. Mitch Hot, we need your help. That's it. That's Zinger Nation. So it's gonna get it's gonna get a lot more transparent than it's already been on Benzinga. And what's just gonna make some people that are here really upset with me. And I understand that. So I'm just saying there's other options. I don't know why they get upset with me. I'm just I'm doing what I've learned. I don't have all the answers. I don't. I ask for advice all the time. Hence why the FDA calendar page, I know I won't do amazing with it. We need a team to take it over. That's it. That's what I'm asking. If you're interested in taking it over, email us at powerhour at benzinga.com or DM me at Jason Rasnick and uh, send a direct message. You, you, your, your friend Aaron Bree did, and now he's here and, he, and he's getting paid. But Aaron Bree can make well into the six digits if he continues to ask questions and get better and become more responsible Know when a guest's coming on, if it's a, if it's a REIT, what the symbol is, you know, sorry, a SPAC. Yesterday, the guy is a SPAC, and he, Aaron's like, hey, Brian, have you ever heard of SPACs? And, like, <laughs> and, and that's a, kind of a true story. So that's the story. Um, I would love for someone to take our YouTube and make it 10x better. Just graphics, like I'm, me and Luke's intro. I want a lot more of those kind of little cool little three-second videos. I want 50 of those right now. I want those right now because it makes us look more professional. Someone said in the chat that maybe, you know, dress nicer. Someone said in the chat, don't dress nicer. Be yourself, Jason. I'm thinking if I get down like 25 pounds, I'm thinking I start wearing suits because you know what? I'm going to do whatever it takes, guys, to fight for Zinger Nation. I'm going to cry. I'm going to sweat. I'm going to piss out blood. I don't know what it's going to be. But there was a time when I started Benzinga and I'd wake up at three in the morning and didn't think I could go on with my life because I had so much anxiety because I didn't have the money to pay for the bills because I to start Benzinga. I had a three month old at home. I went to raw school business undergrad, could have went to Goldman and I turned it down and I was at home building Benzinga with no money. 
my, my skin just, you could see just the goosebumps just came off, came on because this is true times. I have videos of me waking up at three in the morning going like, didn't know what I was going to do because I thought with all my anxiety I had that if I just like ended my life, then, then my family wouldn't have to worry about me. I'm not joking. These are thoughts that went in my head. These are thoughts that went in my head because my heart was beating so hard and the anxiety and the anxiousness that I had was so, so tremendous. And I, you know, I'm not looking for people to say, oh, poor you, Jason. I'll get more into that, you know, and, and I'll get more into that. But I had to do this to survive. I was living in my car and I'll, I'll get more into that later. But what my mission this morning was in that chat with Zinger Nation is I'm on a new mission. I want us all to get together and build the best, awesomest company that we all can benefit from in some way, somehow. So, you know, yes, I have a vision for certain things like the FDA page. It shouldn't just be a calendar that doesn't. Yeah, it's cool. You need that. But make a community there. So people who are FDA biotech investors can see what's hot this week. Make a form that you can talk about things. Have video. So we had a biotech guy on, but none of the FDA calendar people know about it. That needs to be a community. That needs to be a business. Who's going to run our freaking FDA page? Who's going to run our earnings stuff? Earnings Whispers does that cool little calendar of like, you know, future dates, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. We built that and then we like didn't do anything with it. Who's going to take over that? Who wants to? I don't, I mean, or just, or you can just continue to trade. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you for my thing. Go check out Kathy Wood. And now I'm going to go cry in private because like, I, I, I was very well, before emotional. Before you go, I just want to say, I appreciate you being open, not only with me, but the, with all the Zinger Nation. And it really means a lot to me kind of, that you're able to be open um, like that. And I'm, I'm here for the long haul. I'm here for y'all Zinger Nation. I'm here for, you know, I'm, I'm here to grow and I want to, I, I want to be, like like Raz is saying, I want to live up to my potential. I don't want to look back in 10 years and say, oh, I could have done this and I could have done that. So, you know, I know you guys might only see Raz being hard on me, but just know we're working behind the scenes to to make some big things happen. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and and Aaron, you're not you're a nice you're a nice person and you're a nice person and you're good hearted. And, you know, I have a, a friend um you know, I have a friend that played basketball growing up. He got a full ride offer to Wisconsin and Michigan. He didn't take it for reasons like, oh, he didn't want to live that life. He's, he probably could have played in the NBA and he didn't take it. I think the worst thing in society is to not utilize what you can, not utilize what God or whatever has given you to the fullest potential or even more than that. And so my mission in life is not just to mentor people, but to give people an opportunity that they weren't given. I wanted a job at a hedge fund, Bill Bob Chapman and Bill Ackman. I did get into them. We'll talk about that later. And I wanted those jobs, but I, it was hard for me to get an opportunity. So I'm here to give anyone an opportunity. I'm here. Anyone wants an opportunity? If you want to, and your guys are the, sending me a resume doesn't help that much. I got to see what you can do. And if you want it and you're hungry and you're passionate and you're going to work like Luke, work like hell, you're going to make great money here. And not just that, you're going to build something that's everlasting and here for, for the long haul. That's, that's my take, Aaron. And I, 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 I in no way can step in your shoes about, you know, your dad passing away. There's no way I can. I can't be there to do that. And, you know, one of the reasons I talked to you the first time and then I didn't hear from you for a little bit, I was like sad because your story hit me and I just, I want to see you excel. I don't want to see you just get by with the lowest common denominator. I want to see a new step in your shoes come tomorrow where you have a new energy. Like, I'm not going to just 
do the bare minimum and put the names of the people underneath or like accidentally you left me as the chairman of that company for 20 minutes, like five minutes. And he was, and he was watching by the way. I, I saw that. Yeah. But you, but you didn't fix that. And so I'm not sure why, why didn't you fix that by the way? No, I was saying once I was fixing it, I saw that he was still watching. I didn't see for a second that I, that I still had it on there, but all right. I want to, I want to make all sure right, that we right. get some viewers to crypto. We'll, we'll do more open chats like this to, to bring y'all behind the veil of Zinger nation. Yep. 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 We need project managers. Do it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Love you, Aaron. Sorry. Sorry, Kathy. Love you too. Bye-bye. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secured Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA, members FTIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.